Can anyone hear me? Try it again. Testing one, two, three. Are, are, are we live? Okay. Sorry, Danzo. I know uh, you just asked, but this is how I begin all my shows. You guys know what's coming, don't you?
Show goes on. You guys wanted another hour? You'll have one. It is 8.55 Las Vegas time right now. We will go till 10 o'clock. We have an hour and five minutes. guess this will be the after show. I was actually going to uh, try to get Angel on uh, with me, but apparently she's already logged off of Skype. So uh, I will be going at this, I think, alone for a little bit. I'm going to give... Uh, my buddy Jason Pacall will get him on the line, and also uh, I'm going to be taking calls. We haven't, we don't seem to really do a lot of that on uh, PFA or Filthy Limper. So the number, because of the Skype account I am using, if anyone wants to call in, you will be able to uh, do so at 702-475 Limp. I will be taking all callers. Anybody that wants to call in, talk about anything, uh, please feel free. We're going to go for an hour and five minutes, uh, and again, the number is 702-475-LIMP. Anyhow, uh, I'm sure most of you can tell from my voice, being a little hoarse, uh, as I mentioned on radio before, I have a uh, really lingering cold that I've had for about five days now. I ended up going uh, last week with my girlfriend to... Uh, California for about a week or so, and uh, actually went to some theme parks, went to Venice Beach, just, just did a variety of things, and uh, I think I got sick just by being at the theme parks or, you know, around all the kids and just all the germs, I don't know, I normally don't get sick, but uh, anyhow, uh, that's what I, that's where I was for over a week, and it's funny, I've never, I grew up in Florida, uh, as many of you know, so I've been to uh, Disney World and all that stuff, you know, many times, but it's been, Jesus, like 15 years since I've been to any of those parks, and I've never been, even living like four hours away, I've never been to Disneyland, so uh, I ended up going there uh, for a day, and also to, I think it's called California Adventure Park, or something like that, which is right next next door and owned by uh, Disney, Disneyland as well, in Anaheim, and uh, I guess I'll talk more about that uh Later, kind of had mixed feelings. I mean, the trip was good, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm like older, and, and and you know, I still like enjoy the whole thing about theme parks, and you know, even the Disney brand. Even though, like, I couldn't believe it's like a hundred dollars almost for for tickets, but uh, it's the lines, man. Like, it's just the lines to me that make it just one hundred percent not worth it. Uh, you know, when you go on these trips, like you know, we went, uh, and I guess. Part of it was it was during summer, you know, it was last week, but still some schools have started, and we went during the week, you know, we didn't want to go on the weekends, but literally, like, any ride that, uh, you know, is, is, is worthwhile at all, like, just all the marquee rides at all parks, it's, like, literally, like, 45 minutes an hour, like, standing in line for, like, a three-minute ride, and I think I'm at the point now in my life where I just don't have the patience, you know, to, to, uh, to do that, although I will be honest, uh, and, and say this, 
you know, I don't care. What the fuck? Uh, I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't smoke marijuana. Uh, you know, not that I'm, I'm not being judgmental. I don't care. The most of my friends do, but it's just, I, I smoked a lot when I was younger, and uh, I don't know, about four or five years ago, I, I just completely stopped. Uh, you know, and it wasn't uh, for any other reason. I just found myself not enjoying it anymore. Like I, you know, uh, I had an incident that occurred, and it's really, really funny. And uh, the reason why I completely stopped smoking pot, and this is the guy, this is embarrassing. This is the God's honest truth. Uh, I was with a buddy of mine, and it was a Sunday night. A friend of mine that just was needed a place to stay. One of my really good friends was living with me at the time, and it was a Sunday night. And uh, I, we were just sitting here, just shooting the shit. And I'm like, you know what? Let's get out of here. Uh, and I decided to go to the Orleans and play a horse tournament there. And he was going to go play slots or, or do something else. And my, my friend's a you know, pretty big uh, weed smoker. And we ended up smoking in the Orleans parking lot right before, it was out of a pipe actually, right before we went in. And I just got really, really high, like too high. Where like it just was overwhelming and I just like was, you know, really paranoid. And but anyhow, so we end up smoking in the car. Okay, right, uh, you know, before the tournament, and, you know, I'm feeling fine, like it hasn't kicked in yet, my, I say goodbye to my friend, he goes off in the casino, I go in and I buy in for the tournament, I think it was like 100, it was $125, and then I sit down at my table, and uh, I get dealt, and I think I was like five minutes late, so the tournament was already starting, so I get dealt my first hand, and, you know, it's hold him, and I end up folding, and then like right after that hand, it just fucking hit me, like a ton of fucking bricks, like I just was too high, like, I just, I couldn't handle it, like, just being around people, like, my heart was racing, it just, I was just too fucked up, and uh, I, I just, uh, I, it was just overwhelming, so I literally folded my first hand, okay, got up and left, and never returned to the tournament, and ended up just going home, and being like, Christ, like, I just need to be alone and chill out, and it was just, it was really bad, like, you know, it was just like, wow, like, so, anyhow, uh, with that being said, I ended up actually uh, taking a small amount of marijuana-baked blueberry muffins while I was in Disney. Uh, for those that don't know that in Las Vegas now, they have, uh, you know, what's, what they've had in California for quite some time, the, uh, the you know, medical marijuana stores are they're all over, I shouldn't say all over, but, you know, there's quite a few in Vegas with, you know, a doctor on hand, and you can, you know, it's basically just a scam. I mean, you can go in and say you have back pain, and just anything, and they don't really, uh, I don't have a card, but I have friends that have, they don't really test you, or, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just reading a, a comment uh, that I'm getting on my, my phone, uh, handle your shit, homie, someone that's listening, but, um, so anyhow, so they have those all over Vegas, and they even have, like, fucking marijuana ice cream now. It's, it's gone way past just, like, the brownies, marijuana lollipops. So anyhow, I ended up taking some of, some of those while I was in Disney, and I actually enjoyed it. Like, I made sure that I didn't eat too much that, you know, because I just was really afraid I was just going to, you know, just get too fucking high and just not enjoy it. But it was perfect. Uh, I had a good time, and uh, I don't know. You know, I, it's not like I'm ever going to just sit here munching on these things all day long, although they're really, really good, but probably get at some point in my life for some sort of uh, trip or special event or something fun like that, uh, I probably would. I mean, it, uh, it's really good. It's actually really, really strange in that, like, for those that haven't ever had it, you know, when you eat it, 
clearly, it takes a very long time till it affects you. Like, you know, you kind of will feel like a buzz, you know, maybe after like 30 minutes, but like it takes about an hour and a half until you're like, man, I, I, I feel like high, but it's not like the same kind of high that you would normally get from marijuana. It's, it's much more just, I don't know, relaxed and, and not as uh, overwhelming. I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's always hard to explain how a drug makes you feel, but uh, first time in my life I ever did that. I, I never, I, I think maybe I might have had like pop brownies before when I was in high school, but I was never really into uh, like, you know, people that like cook them and put them in cookies and various other things. So that was fun. Like I really liked going, uh, it was almost like a visual thing. Like when I was really, really just at my peak uh, from eating them, like going on, uh, Jeez, I can't, like, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and some of the other shit were, like, these little lit-up characters and neon lights. I mean, it was, it was really, it was cool. I mean, it really actually enhanced the fucking trip. But, uh, so anyhow, that's what I ended up doing. Uh, went there to both those parks and uh, ended up going to a little beach city called Dana Point for a night, which was really, really nice, right on the ocean. Uh, went to Venice, uh, and I hadn't been to Venice Beach in years, and for, I don't know how many of you have been there, I guess some of you probably have, uh, I don't know, I used to like Venice Beach, but I, you know, Venice Beach, I don't even know what to compare it to, you know, we got there pretty late in the day, I think it was about 3 o'clock, and it's kind of like a boardwalk, you know, city, like, or, you know, the beach is on a boardwalk, kind of like Atlantic City, where there's you know, the beach, but all these shops and restaurants. And again, they had like at least five or six different medical marijuana stores right on the boardwalk at Venice. But, uh, you know, and then they have all these stores that just that you'd expect like in any touristy kind of city, like, you know, T-shirts and all that kind of crap they try to sell you and tattoo, you know, parlors, fake tattoos and, you know, just all that kind of stuff. But the mix of characters and craziness of people there uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older and lame, but it, it just seemed, you know, like, like I used to spend a lot of time there and in L.A. in general about five years ago, but not, not so much, you know, these last few years. But uh, there were just some strange fucking people. Like, it, it just was a really weird mix of, like, you know, you had, like, your Asian tourists that were there, like, that kind of just looked out of place, and then you had, like, tons of homeless people, tons of people that just, like, were, you know, looked, that were hippies, just very, very strange. And then, like, once it got uh, dark, like, around 8, 830, um, it, it really became, like, a ghost town and almost kind of scary where, like, you could hear just, like, crazy people screaming, like, and talking to themselves. And, like, we ended up uh, grabbing some drinks and some brownies and, or some muffins and laying on the beach, uh, like, around 7 o'clock and just chilling. And then, like, around, around 830, we just looked up and really no one was around and you could just hear these voices, but you didn't know where they were coming from and... Anyhow, I don't know, that uh, kind of changed my perspective, like I said, I used to love Venice Beach, um, but anyhow, I, uh, I've not been looking in the chat, so I apologize guys, because I have two laptops running here, uh, so if anyone's asked me anything directly, uh, forgive me, I've not been ignoring you, uh, so I'm looking at the chat now, so if anyone uh, had anything they wanted me to address, or any comments, please go ahead and post, I'm going to start looking at it, but... Uh, Anyhow, it was fun. It was good. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, if that kind of thing, especially like the parks with the crowds and all that is for me anymore, but uh, still had a good time. I'm glad I got to see Disneyland, and for those that haven't been, it's probably, 
at best like half the size of uh, Disney World. It's very, you know, it was very, very small, uh, very, very congested. You know, everything. I mean, you guys know what parks are like. You know, it's just everything's overpriced, like five fifty for a water. You know, but whatever. You know that going in. But it was still, it was still fun. Like I hadn't been on Mr. Toads or Space Mountain or Splash Mountain or any of those rides in like fifteen years. So it was kind of good. You know, kind of to. Uh, Go back to my inner child, and uh, you know, of course, I had like my girlfriend with me, as I mentioned, which you know made it made it fun to be with somebody that uh, you know is really down to earth and cool and loves that stuff too. So, and uh, again, I, I I don't know if it was from the park or you know, it's funny. I we I, we just drove down there. We had planned going there for a while, and and you know, this is the city of Anaheim where we stayed like the first uh, four nights. And I figured, you know what, what the hell, like, we're going to Anaheim, like, I'm sure we can find a hotel. I'm a very spontaneous person. Uh, in general, like, I don't, unless it's something I have to, like a wedding or something, I don't, like, book reservations in advance. I just get in the car and drive and, you know, find a hotel. So I go down there, we go down there on a Saturday night, and I thought there may be a problem on a Saturday or things may be a little more pricey, but whatever. But, you know, we're going to be there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And uh, we go down to Anaheim, and, like, literally, uh, every decent hotel is booked. And uh, Anaheim's pretty fucking ghetto. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I've been through there before, but it's been years, and I don't remember, but Anaheim's pretty ghetto. So we ended up staying at this dump hotel, because it was the only place that had, like, accommodations for, like, four days, called uh, the Castle Inn, which is, like, right across from... Uh, Disneyland. I wonder if anyone in anyone that's listening has ever stayed there. I mean, it's literally right across. But uh, yeah, the, the room is really, really ghetto, which is pretty funny because you know I'm used to living in Vegas and getting comps and and you know staying in nice places, and this is just like fucking ghetto, ghetto. Like you know, like the lumpy mattress, refrigerated, didn't work. My girlfriend tried to use a hair dryer to blow her hair, and like sparks and flames came out of it. So. I don't know. Anyhow, enough about that. But so I'm back in Vegas. Uh, glad to be back here with you guys. I know there's been a lot of, well, I guess like drama is the right word about uh, what I've been up to and my reasonings for uh, not being on radio. But you know, I don't think we really need to get into that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm just now again looking at the chat. I am Lloyd. Just messaged me. He just asked a question, I mentioned this or talked about this earlier on uh, radio with Druff and Vowles. He asked, so you mentioned something about seeing drinks thrown on players and supervisors. Talk about that uh, more. Um, I mean, you know, living in Las Vegas for as long as I have and, and being in casinos, especially on like the weekends, I mean, you see crazy shit, you know, and I guess a lot, and I'm sure a lot of you have as well, just, you know, that play poker, I mean, you know, especially on the weekends when alcohol is flowing and, you know, Las Vegas is a place where people come and they uh, overextend themselves, you know, in terms of substances and how much they drink and drugs. Um, I, know, I know I've talked about this and I hate, like, recycling stories, but, like, I, I don't know, uh, you know, some of you guys that listen, you know, are relatively new that have only been around maybe a year or two. A lot of you have been around longer. But I guess, you know, the best story that, I remember is uh, occurred at, at the World Series in 2009, and you know, bear with me if you guys uh, have heard the story before, uh, you know. But it, it's still really interesting. It was, you know, 
back then, like 2005, 2006, 2007, I, I used to you know, I guess all the way up to maybe about 2009, I used to always get really excited right when the World Series started, and uh, now I just, you know, I barely play in tournaments, uh, I don't even really care uh, that much about it, it just doesn't, I don't know, part of it, maybe it's Caesars, part of it's just the fact of burnout, but it just doesn't have that same feeling that it did years and years ago, but uh, back in the day, uh, you know, this was in 2009, right when the World Series started the first day when they first started having satellites. I, you know, I, I did this in 2008, 2007. I'd go down there the first day to play in satellites to check it out just to kind of take it in and, and just, you know, I was excited. It's kind of like, you know, my, Disney, my adult Disneyland. So, it's 2009. Go down to the World Series literally hours after it first opened and uh, I decided to play in a satellite. And I think uh, it, was a, it was a low limit satellite because at that point they didn't have enough people in town yet that they were running any, you know, any big satellites. In fact, I think maybe they had like eight or ten satellites going on. And uh, this was, I don't know, about eight or nine o'clock in the evening. And uh, I believe it was like $120 uh, one table satellite, maybe $150, somewhere in that range. Not, not, you know, not, not a big satellite. Anyhow, I end up buying in and uh, start playing. And I don't know, maybe ten minutes or so. And there's a, a guy to my right that is very, 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 very drunk, and he's drinking tequila, and you can smell it on him, and he's already, like, kind of talking shit, like, you know, he went all in, like, the first hand, and then he's, like, telling people, you know, call me, call me, you'll be, you know, just kind of a mouthy guy, and a young kid, and uh, funny enough, you know, as happens a lot in satellites, uh, there's, you know, a last longer bet, and in, in, in almost every satellite I've ever played in, uh, at the World Series, there's always a last longer bet. And sometimes the last longer bets exceed, you know, what the actual prize pool is, and which, which is funny. And the other thing that, that's, that's funny about that as well is I, I've always wondered what the legality of it. You know, like they let you, like, sit there and everyone could put up 200 or $300. And, I mean, I would have to imagine it probably isn't, like, legal. You know, I've been in places like the Bellagio and even Aria where we've tried to like do prop bets and even keep it kind of low key like betting on flop colors and flop textures and we've had supervisors and dealers tell us you know it's against Nevada law and if you do this you know we're gonna have to ask you to leave blah 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 so you know that's just an interesting question in general but uh, every satellite that goes on at the Rio there's always last longer bets and more likely than not usually 60 to 70 percent of the players that play are in for the last longer bets so, anyhow, we ended up having a lot last longer bet. I think it was like $20 only. It might have been 40 but somewhere between 20 and 40 You know, like, like I said, this was a small uh, satellite. And the guy to my right, the drunk guy, was for some reason the guy that ended up escrowing it or holding it. You know, normally after all the money is, is put in, one person just holds it, and then if he busts, you know, he'll give it to somebody else. So this guy has the money. Okay, so this is where it gets fun. He's already drunk, and he's, he has a full, like, glass of tequila, but it's not like a real bottle. It's like he brought his own little, like, like purple, like, plastic bottle from, like, off the street that he filled in, like, filled with vodka in his car before he came into the Rio. So, we're playing, about ten minutes in, the blinds go up, okay? And this kid did not hear the dealer announce that the blinds were going up. He ends up uh, limping, 
okay, for, I mean, I guess the blinds were like 25, 50, so they went up to like 50, 100, okay? He ends up limping for what he thought was $50 a big blind. And uh, after, there was some action after him, and the dealer, you know, told him uh, the big blind's 100. So it gets back to him, and, you know, he's told he has to put in another 50. It wasn't even raised. And he objects to it because he says he did not hear the dealer announce that the, that, uh, the blinds had gone up. So he tries to take back his 50, which is just ridiculous. Like he wants to limp for 50, you know, but he didn't want to limp, limp for 100. And the dealer tells him that he can't do that. He either has to put in the uh, extra 50 or lose, or if he doesn't want to, he loses a 50. And uh, he did not, he, he wouldn't do it. So Florman was called over, okay, and the Florman told him the same thing. Which was basically, look, you got to put your 50 in, you know, or, or, you know, give up the 50 and muck your hand. Okay? And he tells the foreman, no, the dealer didn't announce it. And, of course, everyone at the table is like, yes, the dealer announced it, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this kid is just intoxicated. He's, argu- he's argumentative. It, you know, he just doesn't want to do it. So this foreman is like the most fucking passive foreman I've ever seen. Because literally, like, seven minutes go by. And I remember looking at my watch. And the kid, the 50 is still out there, okay, and the kid isn't doing anything. He's still arguing, and the foreman, at that point, is just sitting with his hands crossed. And this was like an older gentleman that you can tell just didn't want to, like the first day of the World Series, you know, but he should have just told him, look, you know, I'm going to throw you out of here. I'm going to, you know, he, he just sat there. So after about seven minutes, people at the table start going nuts. So like, you know, the blinds are still going. Somebody, you know, do something, show some balls. So... They flag down, I guess, the uh, supervisor of, like, all satellites for that room. He comes over, and he's way more aggressive. He tells the kid, he says, and he says, look, you know, it's pretty simple. We wasted enough time with this. You either have to put 50, 54 ch- chips in, okay, and call what the big blind is, or muck your hand and give up the 50. And, of course, the kid is told with his stance saying, no, the dealer never announced that the blinds went up. I just should get my $50 back. How's it always $50, by the way? Jesus Christ. Always fucking $50 back. All right. So anyhow, here's where it gets real fucking cute. What ends up happening is we're at an impasse still. The kid is still arguing, refuses to either put in the 50 or take his money back. So the floorman says to him, okay, I'm going to count to, uh, I don't know, 10. And if you don't make a decision either way, okay, your hand's going to be dead, Okay. Foreman counts to 10, okay, the kid doesn't do a damn thing, okay, the foreman says, okay, your hand's dead, grabs the kid's cards, and then, and the $50, throws into the pot, and hands the cards to the dealer, okay, in, in, in the muck, but they're not like mucked, you know, in the sense where he still can't see where his cards are, the kid then reaches back, and grabs his two cards out of the muck, and his $50 from the pot, and then puts his ha- both hands on the two cards, protecting them so the foreman can't do this again. Okay, so then here's where things escalate. Then the foreman says to him, look, okay, you know, I'm not playing any more games with you. You have 10 seconds to, you know, to do this, or you're out of this satellite, and you're done. And I'm just going to, we're going to take all your chips and put them in the rack, and you're done with the satellite. Okay, 10 seconds go by. Again, the kid doesn't fucking flinch, doesn't do anything. At that point, the dealer grabs his whole stack of chips and throws them, or it doesn't throw them, hands them to the dealer, and the dealer puts them in the, in the tray. And the kid still has his two cards, by the way. Okay, and then the kid starts going ballistic. Still has his two cards. Okay, and this is at, at this point, like 15 minutes, 
without a hand being dealt. Uh, starts going ballistic, and the foreman tells him, look, I, you know, I gave you ample time, you're, you're, you're done, okay? You're, you're done. The kid opens up, because I had like a lid with a straw, this big-ass fucking cup of tequila, and just fucking splashes the whole thing on the foreman. And this is, like again, like an older guy that's definitely been around the block for a while. Uh, in fact, I've seen him, like, you know, the last couple World Series. I still, you know, I still know he works. Uh, I don't know if he works for Harris full-time, but I know he's, uh, he's been there. He's there this year. Real nice guy. And just, I mean, he just splashes him with tequila. It's all over his suit, his face, his eyes, and you can tell it's burning. So everyone is, at this point, just standing there in disbelief over just how ridiculous the whole situation is. It's just over $50. I mean, it just makes no sense. So at that point, security had already been called, but they were kind of like standing back. You know, they weren't like at the table. They were just kind of waiting to see what would happen. And uh, I don't know, you know, how many of you know this, but for the most part, uh, the security at the Rio, especially like during the World Series, they're hired for the most part just for the World Series. So it's... We're talking about a woman that looked like she was about 50 years old, um, very tiny. There was a, a another uh, w- woman that was there that maybe weighed like 280 pounds. I mean, it, it, these aren't like security that would intimidate anyone. So, anyhow, security comes over, okay, and the foreman at this point tells the kid, you know what, that's it, you're done, you're out of here, you, 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 you know, and tries to hold him for security, and they were definitely going to call the police and... Uh, definitely 86 him from the property. Security comes over and they grab him, uh, you know, or, or you know, not grab him, but you know, just kind of put their arms on him, and uh, he ends up just like kind of doing like the breakaway from a bear hug, where he's like using his both shoulders, going left and right with his elbows to break away from them, and knocks one security over and starts running down the Rio Hall out of the Rio. And, uh, I don't know, maybe about five minutes later, Metro actually showed up, and, uh, you know, the kid was long gone, but the funny thing was, a foreman later came over to the table and said, you know, this kid will never, ever be allowed to play in any Caesars property in the world again. Uh, because, you know, when you play in anything at, uh, the World Series, whether it's a deep stack, uh, a satellite, or, or, you know, an event, you have to show a ID and you have to have a player's card. So they knew the kid's name. And, uh, you know, I assume, based on what the foreman said, they immediately went into, uh, you know, when they filed a report with security into a database that, you know, basically blocked him. I mean, if he ever, you know, I guess he, in theory, could still play, uh, you know, table games or somewhere else, but if he tried to do anything with his card or ID, which you would need to for World Series, he'd never be able to. But, I mean, this was just the most ridiculous situation I've ever seen because it's still for, like, $50 in a pot. And this kid would just wouldn't, like, he wouldn't give it up either way. And it made no sense. And it went on for, like, 15 fucking minutes. And this guy, again, just got doused with uh, tequila. I mean, it was just all over his face, his jacket, his eyes. I mean, it was, like, a huge, kind of, like, imagine, like, a big coffee mug like, you know, or like a, a, that, you know, that people walk around with during the day. Like, think about that, but like times three. I mean, it was a pretty big cup. And uh, so, you know, I've seen that. I remember there was a time at the Palms where uh, I was not at that, I was not at the actual table, okay? So I don't know, I can't remember, and I, I'm sure I was told, but I don't remember exactly what led to the altercation, but there was a big, big pot, and this is, uh, this is a 2-5 game. And someone ended up losing, and I don't know if it was just 
a bad beat or if a dealer had made an error and then you know they had to burn and, and turn again. But what ended up happening is one guy was like in the eight seat, the other guy's in the two seat, and uh, the guy in the uh, two seat ends up losing. And the foreman came over and said, "No, sir!" Like, and he's refusing to give up his chips. You know, he's refusing. He has like maybe two racks of five dollar chips. It's about a thousand dollars, and he refuses to give up his chips. And you know, the foreman's telling him, "You have to give it up." And you know, at that point, they called security as well, and he takes the two racks and throws them from the two seat to the guy in the A seat. And of course, I mean, literally, there are fucking $5 chips everywhere and other people's stacks on the floor, under the table. They're, they've hit people. And of course, like I said, you know, security immediately grabs him and, you know, they brought him outside. I'm not sure, again, if, if they 86 him. I kept playing my game or if they even called the police and had him arrested. But I mean, literally, like that's, that was the biggest chip throwing uh, incident that I've ever, ever seen in my life. And uh, that was quite a spectacle. Um, you know, and many people might not know this. Like, back in the day, like 2003, 2004, you know, 2005, the Palms was, like, a happening, busy, you, you know, place, action, joint for poker. Um, now, you know, they're trying to get back to where they were. Uh, you know, as many of you know... Cancer Gaming now owns a poker room, and they have a new poker room by the sports book. But uh, you know, for many years they they had just you know six, seven, two, five games a night. You know, I remember times when you have to wait you know forty five minutes, an hour, hour and a half to get a table, and you know a lot of them were just like California kids, uh, you know, coming that had a lot of money that really didn't know how to play poker, especially on the weekends, and they just would go you know two, three, four thousand dollars deep. Um, I think the buy-in at the time was like uh, was pretty small. It was like a hundred dollar min, and I think it was five hundred max. Uh, you know, which is which is small for a two-five game, only a five hundred dollar max. I think now they've they've changed it to either a thousand or it might even be two thousand or twenty-five hundred. I don't know. But uh, after that, for some reason, it, it, they just lost all their action. And uh, for many many years, from like you know two thousand seven to probably around, you know two thousand eleven. Uh, they, you know, had at best every so often a 1-3 no-limit game and, you know, usually just a 2-4 or 3-6 limit hold'em game. But uh, that was where, you know, I first started playing no-limit poker, uh, you know, before I ever had played at the Bellagio or, you know, any, any other places. So, anyhow, uh, let me see if anyone's called in. Now, it doesn't look like anyone's called in. Again, uh... If anyone wants to call in, we're going to be on the air for another 35 minutes. And I'd like to have some people call in if they'd like. Uh, the phone number is 702-475-LIMP. Uh, if you guys want to call in, I'm in front of the computer now. I'm looking. Uh, you know, I was thinking about maybe taking some Ambien. And, but, you know, I am sick. I'm not feeling well. And I, if I'm only going to do this for 35 minutes, it, it probably doesn't make sense to do so, but again, anyone wants to call in, that is a call-in number, uh, I am looking at the chat, again, I have a tendency when I do this, especially with these two computers, to just get up and start kind of walking in my office, because I have a wireless headset while I'm talking, so uh, sorry if I've missed anything uh, that's going on in the chat, and yeah, I do go along with my stories, uh, I'm sorry, I know I have, I can be long-winded at times, but uh 
that's just, uh, I guess, who I am. So, I don't know. we got some time here. Anyone have any topics they want to suggest? Go ahead and post in the chat. Again, come on, guys. Somebody call in here. I'm going to uh, go ahead right now and connect my buddy Johnny. And let's see if get him on here. And I, I do want to talk more about our show. You guys are going to love this show, by the way, that we're going to be doing. Uh, let's see if he's there. Johnny. Okay. I don't think he's there. Try one more time. The person whom you're trying to reach yeah. is currently unavailable. That's okay. Anyhow, somebody call in. Uh, I'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, yes, 702-475-LIMP. Uh, uh, Bubbles is suggesting... The oh, there's Johnny. Johnny! Okay. I think he's back. He Johnny. Yeah. All right, Johnny, if you can hear me, it's telling me Skype is having an issue on your end, so the call back. Uh, Bubbles is suggesting to call Crazy Barb. Uh, uh, okay, I'm getting a call here. Hold on. Caller, you are on the, uh, I don't even know what to call this. I guess the extended version of the uh, Druff, Drex, and Vowel show. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Danzo. Hey, Danzo. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. You should definitely go on longer than 35 minutes, man. <laughs> I mean, I've been on I've been on for, I don't know, what time did we start? It's 7 o'clock. Uh, I have 50 hours. I'm doing a show on Thursday on Filthy Limper. I'm going to do 50 hours uh, next week. Or not even next week, on Sunday. I mean, I kind of have to probably save... save my stamina, man. I don't know. I don't think I would tonight. Look at it like a training session. I'm sorry. A training session. I would look at it. At, yeah, a training session. Well, I mean, so you think that by me going on like another hour, two hours, it will help me kind of get in shape for Sunday? Is that where you're going with this? Of course. Of course. Okay. Let me ask you. Uh, uh, I noticed when. Uh, I started this show, and you, you knew the song I was already going to play. Is it just, are you sick of Lupe Fiasco's The Show Goes On song in general? Uh, are you tired of me playing it? What, what is it about it you don't like? Because that's like my no, trademark. The song in general. Okay. All right. I, I just didn't know. Nothing against, I mean, it fits in well with this show, so I, I didn't mind hearing it again. No problem. What, you know, uh, I don't think, have, I, have, have we ever spoken before on, uh, on air? No. Okay. Where Where are you? Uh, where do you live? I live in Michigan. Oh, okay. All right. Right on. And uh, do you uh, do you play poker professionally? Were you an online grinder? What's What information do you want to give out? Yeah. Oh. You know what? We just lost you, Danzo. This is the problem with a ten-year-old laptop. Uh, Danzo, go ahead and call back, please. Sorry about that. And I, I don't know. Skype is such a fail these days. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Dan's okay. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, you don't have to call back if you don't want. I'm seeing in the chat. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for calling in. It's always cool when someone I've never talked to, like Danzo, calls in for the first time. Uh, you know, just I like interacting uh, with all the listeners. 
So JSTAT is, you guys are really trying to convince me to go longer. Oh my god, build your stamina, stay all night. Um, well, you know what? Let me, I don't care, I'm not going, and I'm sick too, which is not, which is definitely not good. You know, I don't, I still have this cold. I mean, maybe I can go like an hour longer. Uh, okay, hold on. Hold on one second. You guys, you guys are like this. Okay, hold on. I think everyone's going to like this. I'm trying to call somebody. Take some day quill, I'll be fine, beads. Yeah. I gotta admit, I just haven't, like last night I, I was out botting really, really late, and I know I should have been resting, but I'm, I'm a really bad person when it comes to getting sick. I don't, it's hard for me to stay still for, you know, any period of time. Hello? Hey, baby. Hey. You're on the radio. You, Why? Well, no, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you bring me to Ambien and a water? Yes, you on the radio. Yeah, you're actually on the radio. I swear to God, I'm not making this up, baby. You're this is your first time on the radio. Everybody <laughs> that is listening, this is Drex's girl. She's <laughs> she's uh, in the other room right now, uh, being a very loyal and supporting girlfriend that I've more or less have ignored the last couple of days uh, because I, I I don't know have I ignored you. I don't think I've ignored yeah. you. I think it's just that our schedule. No, we're just on different schedules. Yeah. Anyhow, honey, the the audience thinks, and I know they they're just uh, <laughs> they're kind of just playing with me, but they think because of my fifty hour podcast that I'm going to be doing on uh, Vegas Poker Radio that I need to build my stamina. And uh, we did a show earlier tonight, but it ended shortly, so they want me to stay on okay. for a little bit longer. Uh, they think that this is going to help me prepare myself. <laughs> so, um, okay. anyhow, if you'd be so kind as to bring me a cold water and maybe uh, to Ambien, uh, I'm sure there'd be a lot of people out there that may enjoy that. Okay? <laughs> and anything, uh, is there anything, uh, we do this when we have guests on, hun, like poker players and just other crazy people. Uh, is there anything you want to promote? Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know you don't have, like, any books coming no. out. Okay. Well, no. No, I, mean, I don't is, want to promote anything. Well, this is your first time on radio, baby. Exactly. What are you sitting there drinking? Tell everybody what you're drinking. <laughs> what are you uh, drinking? Gatorade. Oh, okay, okay. You know, you don't have any uh, anything else going on in there? No. Yeah? Okay. All right. No. Well, thank you, love. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. And that was uh, Brandon's or Drexel's girlfriend's radio debut. All right, we have a, another caller coming in. Uh, not gonna, I don't like blowing up spots with area codes. Caller, you're on the air. Who am I speaking with? Hi, man. This is Flam T. Oh, come on. Seriously? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, listen. listen Hi, man. I'm listen. just listening to the show. I don't, I don't hear her talking about them tales. I think you need to get her to bring me some. <laughs> You know what, buddy? For the first time in a month, that made me laugh. That made me laugh. Hold on, Slimty. Don't hold, just hold on. Don't go anywhere because I need to. I'm gonna take some Ambien, 
And again, this is medicine that my doctor has prescribed for me. So this isn't like, but listen, hold on. Okay, this is really funny. This is really, really cute. Um, hold on. Honey, guess who just called in? Do you, do you remember that guy we met at the Rio? That, that, the, the guy from Alabama? <laughs> hold on. Thank you, baby. You should just go inside. I know this isn't. Okay, hold on. Okay, thank you, love. All right, so anyhow, I got the ambient slim tea. Just give me a second. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just forewarn you. I, I, I'm not obviously going to hang up on you. Uh, well, okay, now, if this is going to be a rehashing of everything that has already been said for a month and change, I, I don't want to do it. If you want to talk, if you want to work this out... If there's something else you want to say, but uh, my show is, is not about negativity. You know what I'm saying, brother? I, 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 yeah. I ain't called the fuck with you. I do have a question, though. Okay. Uh, go ahead. You know, I, I was listening to uh, the show on Poker Fraud Alert, and uh -huh. I don't go to outside and smoke the bowl, mm -hmm. and I come back in, and, and this is still on Poker Fraud Alert. Uh-huh. Okay. So mm -hmm. I, I was just wondering, you know, is this just... Is this the same show, or this mm. uh, this year's show, or? Okay, I, I get your I get your confusion. What ended up happening is uh, I did a show with Druff and Vowels earlier tonight, and due to family obligations, Druff had dinner reservations with his family at nine o'clock. He had to cut the show short on his end. So what I ended up doing is firing up my ten-year-old laptop because that is the only one that has. The mixer software that allows me to continue to do radio because the chat wanted a longer show than just an hour and 30 minutes. So I ended up taking about a 10-minute break, and then I fired up radio uh, myself, and then this is where you found us. So I don't know what you'd really call this. Uh, I, I guess by proxy, it could be Poker Fraud Alert after show. It could be the Drexel show. It could be a part of Vegas Poker Radio. Who really knows? I don't know. There's not really a title. But that is uh, why why we're here. The people wanted more radio, and uh, Druff had to go, so I fired it up. But uh, anyhow, you know, it's funny. Well, I hey, thought, I'm going yeah. to give you something funny just for free, Drexel, just for the fuck of it, because it really is funny. So uh, okay. if you're having the show, uh, you're having the show with all these people, right? Yeah, did you hear about the uh, guest list I had? Oh, yeah, yeah, hell of a show, man. I'm going to give you some free ammunition. I'm telling you, it may be the funniest five minutes of the whole show right here. You're going to have a dude named Shannon Shore on. Yep, from your home state. Okay, right. He's from my home city. He actually, his father is a gymnast and owned a studio with my mother for 10 years. Wait, say that, say that one more time? His father is one of the top, like, five or ten best gymnasts to ever live in Alabama. Oh, wow. And my, mo my mom was a real well-known dance uh, teacher about 30 years ago, and they actually owned a studio together for a while. And I've been knowing him since I was a little kid. I actually knew Scott Shore, his father, um, you know, five years before Shannon was even born. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you if you ask him on air about meeting Wolf at the Fox and Hound, I'm telling you, he's he's liable to tell you one of the funniest stories ever. Okay. I, I, so you ought, to, you ought to just ask him. I, I will. And, you know, I don't... Uh I'm not going to really go into all this, but, you know, everything's been said. I think things went a little bit overboard. Uh, 
but other than that, man, you know, I, I'm never a person that uh, holds faults with anybody or tries to, to just, you know, have enemies. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess obviously by you just calling in here in general, uh, I guess, you know, that, that's a pretty good sign. But, uh, you know, I noticed you haven't been on Poker Fraud Alert. Uh, I, know, I know I was pretty pissed off about some things. I know you were pretty pissed off for a while. It kind of went both ways. But listen, this is the internet. What happened, happened. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people on this side, I guess, that do like you, that, that, that find uh, what you bring uh, entertaining. So if you want to squash a beef, it's fine with me. If you want to, you know, hold grudges, it's fine either way, man. I'm just, you know, you're calling in, so I am going to throw that out there that if you want to let bygones be bygones, it's fine with me. Uh, well, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm going to call in just randomly. You can do whatever you want, but, I mean, I can't what, be. What does that mean? I can't be cool with you. Well, I mean, I just like the shows. Like, you're on, you're on the shows, so, I mean, you know. So, but, so basically you're saying that you, you still may hate me personally, but you enjoy the show. Like you made yeah, I mean, I flew out there three thousand okay. miles to and, and signed up for a three thousand dollar event, and then you know never got any of the required ingredients to play and backed out a couple hours before. Well, I mean, shit, man. I mean, you just kind of promised me it would happen. Like it don't matter, man. I'm not getting into. It. I can't be friends with you. No, I, I might call in the show and fuck around, but right. But like you're saying on a personal, like on a personal level. Okay, well that's that's fine. And you know what? That's probably. The way it should be just in general with people from the internet that, like, you could fuck around with them on a personal level on radio shows and whatnot, but, you know, just never really take it to that next level because it really, you know, when you think about it, everyone is just a stranger. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I, I got some funny stories, man. I mean, random just bullshit. So, I mean, you know, and if y'all want to hang up on the call, you're always welcome to, so. What you're saying? Whatever. I, I, the, the thing that pissed me off the most, man, was that I didn't. I thought you and I should get to discuss it, and you instantly hung up on well, the show, and then and then Druff well, just banned me from the site. Well, like, don't act like well, I just stopped going to PFA because Druff banned well, me from all the shit. This this is the thing, and again, I don't. I'm not going to make this show about it. You know, I don't want to debate everything that's already been reset a, a thousand times. What I said to you is what my stance is going to be. That if you want to let bygones be bygones, and and I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I acknowledge, I, mean, I think we both can say we're never going to be buddies, we're never going to, you know, hang out again in this lifetime, and, and that's, you know, I, that's fine. Uh, but Oh, just, yeah, I'm, well, not, I'm not starting any more shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not starting any more threads or any more, anything like that. I'm just telling you personally, like, not getting to debate it that night mm -hmm. on air uh, really pissed me off. That's what started... Uh, you know, a lot more of the animosity on my end just because I figured, hell, we could have at least discussed it one time. Right. Well, you know, the, the, the again, you know, all of this has been debated and posted at ad nauseum. I don't think there's any, everyone already knows and has their own opinions. And, you know, again, like I said to you before, dude, I don't hold grudges. It's the Internet. You know, I've had tons of people fuck me over in my life. And just, just in general, what kind of person I am, I don't, you know, I'd rather just be indifferent with somebody than have any kind of enemy. Uh, there are people out there, I yeah, guess. I, I showed up with the money to bet well, on I, myself, I, man, so the I people know. would have the free roll on the forums, and well, I would know, have the big bet on myself to, and me and my friends. To, to, to just classify, and again, I really, I'm not going to, I don't want to talk about this, you know, just because it's not really good radio. Um, but the $200 that you gave Druff, uh, Druff announced uh, on multiple occasions will be going to the Templar Scam Fund. And the only thing I'm, that I'm going to say, and then if you want to say something, then that's fine, then, and then I'm going to stop this, 
is what bothered me uh, the most and what, what I, I feel that really tilted me and caused the situation and, and possibly in Druff's mind, you know, your banning, which I never asked him to do, was when, when you, know, you have every right to express your opinion uh, about me in an honest way. You know, if you want to say that I was unable to, you know, get through, you know, uh, take care of the bets, if I didn't keep my word and have a meal with you, I mean, those are all things that, that you have every right to express if that's how you see them. But what bothered me, and really, in all honesty, the only way I'm even going to continue talking about this is that I need you to acknowledge something, that I am not a thief. And and you you could have you could have portrayed anything that you wanted in in terms of what happened and that would have been fine. But to use the word thief, we both know that that isn't that isn't accurate at all whatsoever of what happened. Okay, when you say that when you say the term thief, that implies that I stole money, that I somehow ripped you off. We're talking <coughs> about we're well, talking. I mean, well, hold on, I, let me finish. Let me, I, hold on, let me finish, please, and then I'll let you talk. We're talking about a change of a hundred and twenty dollars that I offered multiple times, I even posted a text of returning to you, uh, and you declined, you know, those offers. So I think if you want to label me anything for not, you know, spending more time with you, for not taking care of this bet, but you posted multiple times, multiple times on multiple sites that I was a thief, and we both know that's not true. And I understand that you were angry, about the way things worked out and you weren't feeling well, but we both know that that was unfair and that, that is where the blunt of my anger came from, that term being used to describe me. Um, well, okay. Well, I, I will say, man, I did lie about your girlfriend. I mean, you know, well, the stuff I said about her was just bullshit because I well, was pissed. Yeah. But here's my view on this, man. It may be kind of deep, but, I mean, I spent a lot of money to get out there. And just straight up, under no uncertain terms, man, you agreed to, hey, this wasn't shit. And then once I gave you the money, like, I kind of figured it was on. But instead, I had to sweat you with, like, right. it took so much well, time, well, man, that again, my time was real valuable out there. So you kind of did steal well, a lot of time. Okay, okay, but like, I, 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 listen, I, I understand, but what I, what, what I need you to do here, Okay, if we really wanted to squash this, and again, we don't have to be friends. We can respect each other and agree to disagree. I need you to make it clear that the only that that because th that's what really bothered me the most. You t using the term thief, and I need it to be clear that we're both on the air now. That we're talking about a fact that I did a favor for you, and whether you found that favor in terms of the grocery shopping didn't meet your needs, you claimed that cheese was molded, which if it was, you know, I, I mean, believe me, man, people have told me you could go to grocery stores and look for molded cheese and, and someone can make a prop bet and you're not going to find it. If for some reason that is true and your cheese was molded, uh, it was not intentional. I mean, even you, you're, you're you know, claim to be a very... This is all taken out of context, right? So, like, you were a very nice person the first 24 hours, okay. but the continued lies about what you would do on the follow-up ruined let, what I had. I let mean, me all ask I had was bread and cheese. Let, well, bread, I mean, you, you bread and cheese. So you also, you also, hold on, you also had a box fan, okay? You also had 10 packs of chew that I had to go to three stores for. It wasn't just bread yeah, and cheese. And it, was, and it was 13. It was chocolate I mean, milk. There was chocolate milk. Wait, the point I'm making, listen, the point I'm making, okay, let's be honest here. If we're really going to be honest, let's be honest. Okay, did I steal from you? Did I steal? Am I a thief? Because this is what my, my issue with you is in terms of what you wrote. 
Man, I mean, I agreed to give you, keep, let you keep the whatever change was and all that, man. That was after did, just days of me realize, realizing I was fucked. Okay, we're talking, gonna, I mean, we're like, talking, but listen, hold on. This I don't think you needed to steal any money from me, but I definitely think you profited from the situation. You didn't fulfill you anything think, you said you would, you, and it ended up costing wait. me money, so that's why, in a way that, yeah, you... Wait, hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. Do you think... By me going and getting groceries and doing all that and, and profiting $120 and change, okay, that, I mean... Yeah, but you, bro, you know, I had offered you all kinds of shit. Right, I mean, and that's... I, 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 mean, I know, like, I never, I never said that, I've never ever posted that you did it. I totally recognize you offered to buy me expensive, you know, meals and... But let me ask you something. Yeah, I, I just, just answer I me. I tried no. to make it so listen, obvious listen, how important on. the services I need, and when you listen, said that you would fulfill them, I took you on your word, and 10 days well, later, since it still hasn't okay. happened, I withdrew from the attorney. But when you say services, like, I don't... Okay, hold on, let's back up, let's back up, listen. This is the thing that I, I need to make clear here, okay? We're talking about $100, $120 and change, and I want to make this clear for everyone listening, because, again, you, you definitely, when you posted, it was very unfair and, and not correct to use the term in any context, thief. We're talking about $120 and change, and I just want to ask you right now on the record, for everyone, everyone that's listening, multiple times did I to offer to bring you the $120 and change back, and you told me not to. Just say yes or no. Did I offer to bring you back? Well, it's not, it's not a yes or no. You did this after a week of text that ended up being lies or falsehoods. But that's, but that's not what we're getting to. The, 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 the only... I mean, the, only the context is everything. I mean, but what I'm saying is when you claim someone is a thief, that implies that they've stolen from you, that they've robbed you, well, that they've... Did I, did I give you the money real? Yes. Did I, did I give you the 400 that but, everybody saw? Did okay, you show so, up with listen, everything this, that you said that you would? This really isn't going anywhere. I'm looking right now in the chat, and people aren't happy with just this segment, yeah. so I, I don't want to... It's cool, it's cool, man. I wasn't even trying the, to go this no, far. No, I, 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 listen, and it's fine, and, and we don't have to be buddies, but the point is, and this is why, you know, Toll... At some point, we we figure this out that or you know. I mean, I feel not, taken advantage of, bro. So, and I'm sure you, you feel do taken too, advantage so we're just of. Just in one of those weird but, spots, so right, there's but, no real answer. But there. what I'm asking you is, did I go and do all those things that you asked me to do, even if it wasn't up to what your specifications were in terms of shopping? Did I bring everything back? Did I bring you a case of water, chocolate milk? Man, you, you, def you definitely attempted to go to the store. What does that I mean, mean you, attempted? You went to Smith's. Well, I think that's where you said you went. I went didn't to, have everything. I went to Smith's, I mean, that's fine. a Walmart, and I went to three... I mean, we, we know that everything on the list wasn't available at Smith's. There was going to have to be another... Uh, okay, but the point, the point know, I'm making... Up and, and then, you know, it, that doesn't even begin to explain what happened on the bet, man. I'll never understand okay. that. That just meant so much more to me than you did. You should have just told me you couldn't get the bet on or whatever. What... But you're, it doesn't you're matter. And I, and I realize that, but what you're, you're missing is the fact that we're going to have uh, dissension is upon you saying that I am a thief. Because, again, that implies that I, I mean, stole... I, hold, hold on, but, we're ta but listen, when, you, when we're talking... For, uh, first off, for someone to go out with their girlfriend, and again, I, 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 I appreciate you making those comments about my, my girlfriend just that, that you made earlier. You know, there was no need to bring her into it. She, had, she just happened to be with me that night. 
you know, she knows nothing about forms or any of this, and you know, it, it no, that was me being a douchebag. Yeah, and, and, and you, and even in the brief time you spent with her, you know, the girl's not a streetwalker. She's a good girl with a nice job. She's intelligent, attractive. She's not some. I mean, and I, and I knew, I knew you were just. Oh, but I up. instantly owned up that that was just me being a total hothead douchebag. Right. So but, I, but know, again, I apologize. To but her again, awesome. again, the point I'm just trying to make to you is we're talking about a hundred and hundred and twenty dollars in change. Do you agree with me? Just, just try to play yeah, along yeah, as we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And regardless of, of when it was, whether it was two days, three days after, did I offer, when you started telling me I this and that, did I offer to give you the money? I mean, I have the taxes here. I, I don't need to go. In. Yeah, that, man. I mean, okay. I, I don't know the exact amount of days, but it was once we were already okay. pissed but, off. Right. But and did you tell me not to bother coming to the Rio to bring you the Yeah, taxes? I didn't want you to drive however far to worry about some little bullshit right. money. That, so, that so, do you think, so then do you think it's fair, okay, when I offered to bring you back to change after I did all that for you? We're not talking about any, any other instance of, of what happened during the World Series. For you to write on other sites that I am a thief and stole money from you. Do you think that's more anger than actual... Man, I, I think it's fair because before I left for, for Vegas, I had correspondence with you. But, where, I mean, you just you just promised me the world. So, I mean, it's not like I based my trip around it, but it definitely was important to accomplish a couple things. But, okay, but that's not and, what I understand. You told me repeatedly it would happen... Um, I mean, I feel like you literally stole my time. My right. time was expensive okay. out so, there. I mean, it was... So, okay, so, so let's... There was definitely... Um, so let's... Hold on. So let's clarify it. So you think that it's fair to title me as a thief of time, but when you say that we're not referring to money, is that is that suffice and fair to say? Well, I mean, if you're a thief of my Vegas experience time, which is extremely valuable. I mean, it okay. probably cost me 60 or $70 an hour while I was there just to breathe. Wait, I'm sorry. Come again? How did I cost you money well, I mean, to breathe? Well, I'm just saying, every every minute you're in Vegas, it costs you money because bottled waters are three dollars. I mean, the room I'm in is is fifty bucks a day. So the food, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Everything's expensive. So um, yeah, I mean, I think the time that I lost on it all was was the most. Um, you know where I got nailed. I just don't understand it, man. It doesn't make any sense. You well, just said, nah, can't do shit. Fuck you. I you mean, know, anything. What are the, you know, the, fact, the, the fact that I went to three different stores in the middle of the night to try to help you after you told me you had cancer should tell you that I am not a bad person and my intentions weren't bad. I'm sorry that uh, I distracted or, or took anything away from your Vegas experience. Uh, believe me, that was not my intention. That wasn't my plot. But at the same time, I, I take a lot of disdain in the fact that you've referred to me as a thief because that's not an accurate portrayal of what went on. And we both know Well, that. nothing was accurate from what was said. I mean, man, you said that I was, like, showed up bloody. And, I mean, dude, well, okay, it was I have, I'll mail okay. them out there. There's, like, a hundred different colors of okay. paint on them. Well, you know what? It, actually, we have a caller coming in. Uh, hold on one second. Let's add this. Uh, caller, you're on the air uh, with Drexel and uh, Raw. What do they call you these days? Uh, raw? Slim Raw? Fuck bag. Uh, okay. Fuck bag. Who, 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 do we have? who do we have on the air? It's Sonatine. Hey, hey, Sonatine. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I just wanted to call in because uh, the entire uh, chat sphere is uh, going through some sort of kind of communal spasm over this conversation. Okay, they want it to end? And, um, yeah, I just I wanted to ask uh, a couple of quick questions because I feel like they're getting danced around, and um, I just, they go like this. Wolf, 
you're a grown-ass man. Why did you find yourself in a position where Drexel's inability to follow through on his commitments destroyed your ability to enjoy a trip to Las Vegas? Okay, I'll try to I'll try to answer that quickly. Um, number one, I am a pussy when it comes to food. What I'm like uh, accustomed to is not what's available out there. Uh, number two, I'm not going to get into whatever health issues. I just needed some shit out there. So whatever, like I should have um, had all that handled on the front end. Uh, that's my mm-hmm. fault. That's why I said uh, you know I'm some part responsible for the whole thing, but. You know, the 60-plus text of, hey, this will happen is also at fault, and that just cost me some time. I, I never I never um, said I wasn't naive or, you know, some kind of country folk bag because I'm sure I just, you know, was completely naive to the whole situation. But once you give a dude money and he just says, hey, yeah, I can get this for you and the bets are no big deal and, all, and I meet people and it seems like it'll happen, I put some faith into it, and obviously I was just a fucking idiot. Yeah, but, but, uh, but that's fine. I respect what you just said. I think that's the truth. Uh, the one thing that I would tell you is that at this point in my life, no matter what people tell me, no matter how good their intentions are, I come into town with a grain of salt the size of a football. Because people might have great intentions, but sometimes they can't follow through. Sometimes there's uh, things going on in their personal lives that interfere. You know, so believe me, it's like I'm, I'm not saying you don't have a right to be upset. But at the same time, part of the blame has to fall on you for not being adequately prepared. And Vegas is a very accommodating town. If you don't feel like Drexel's, you know, meeting, uh, able to, to meet your needs uh, as, uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody as, I forget the term, there's a term for this when people come to Vegas and somebody hooks them up right and left. Um, but I think you were kind of looking at Drexel in that kind of role, and that's not Drexel's, Drexel's thing. He's got a, a rich, fulfilling oh. personal life. He'll... I can vouch for this personally. He will bend over backwards to do people favors. Uh, he's bent over backwards to do me favors. But what I can also tell you is, if he was unable to do those favors, I would have accepted that and moved on. I would have never called the man a thief. I would have never called him to question his reputation, uh, especially not online, uh, because Vegas, you know, the streets are watching. So that's a source of great frustration for all of us in this back and forth. It's the fact that I feel there's a little bit of evolution on your part that needs to happen where you step up and say, like, you know what? I could have kept this from happening. I could have called ahead. And uh, it's not Drexel's fault. You know, it's unfortunate that Drexel couldn't help you, but I'd like to see you uh, embrace the fact that he's got a good heart and he wasn't able to help you out. And I guarantee you that he felt terrible about that. But, um, you know, the animosity is misplaced. Wow. Well, I mean, I, you know, one thing I can say, like, Sonatine and Slim all, that, all that may or may not be yeah. true, but, I mean, you, you yeah. can vouch that, like, I've always been a fan of the shows. I've always donated, never asked for shit. And I, I was at least out there in person. It was me. And, I mean, as soon as the World Series was over and I got back, I was no longer a fan. So, like, at least something happened. It may be my fault, like, 100%, but, you know, people aren't just a fan of somebody for a couple of years, think it's cool, and then, you know, all of a sudden they're just not. Like, something at least went down. So, I, mean, I uh, became a lot happier as a person when I stopped having expectations from the people around me, especially people from online. Yeah. If things work well, out with online, it's static. I, I'm gonna, I'm but gonna, I will never. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest here, and, and you know, I, 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 I want to put this to rest. Again, Slim T, I have nothing against anybody, man. I'm not that kind of person. I don't, you know, hold grudges and. 
you know, I, I realize you're upset. I, obviously, you realize I'm upset. And, you know, I've explained the main thing that has bothered me and, and, in my opinion, led to all this was the fact that in your posts, you continually labeled me a thief. And that is not in a name somebody in my position that lives in Las Vegas, you know, wants attached to them. And, you know, again, as you've spoken more and said, well, you were a thief of my time, you were a thief of this. You know, when you say thief, that term, you know, the connotation of that term, it means stole from, okay, deceived, okay, ripped off. And none of those things were done to you, okay? Nothing was stolen from you. Well, wait, and, and hey, hey, bro, let me ask you this. Cause just straight up, yeah. like, this is one extremely small part. And just explain it to me. Like, why did this happen? Um, you know, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before the the $3,000 Front Limit Omaha event, you went to the Red Rock for three days that weekend. You know, I told you on the yeah. phone multiple texts. Yeah. You said, come hang out at the you pool, know, like, uh, whatever. Okay, well, listen, um, listen. So obviously... obviously Let's let's clear some things up, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna say some things on the radio that I haven't said before, uh, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. But I, I, if if you want to get this over with and end this and be able to move on on both sides and be able sure, to coexist, then let's. And you can say the most insane no, shit ever. I can uh, okay. call me an axe murderer. I'm not like, okay. whatever you feel like. It, Go for okay, it. <laughs> I found it in Santini. There, my friend. Yes, I am. Okay, I, would you, do you have time to stay on for a couple of minutes? Because I, I would like your opinion and, and you know, possible I'm even... I'm good to go. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, okay. appreciate it. Um, you know, originally, when this issue came up, the first thing that was mentioned was the blood on the pants. It looked to me that there was blood on your pants. And you later explained, not to me in person, but on the forums, that you are a painter. And uh, again, even though I may find that odd that you traveled cross-country uh, in multiple air airlines with paint that are on your pants, and I didn't, that is my mistake. You know, I read it for what it was, also considering the fact that within, you know, five minutes or so that, you know, you told me that you had stage two cancer, which, uh, you know, hasn't been discussed at yeah, all. Yeah, man, I never at knew. least acknowledge I, you looked me dead in the eyes and said, man, you just don't look good. Well, no, I mean, I, I 100 percent. I, I mean, said like, that to you. It's not like mo a lot of I, people that look at me. When I when I looked when I looked not out of the question. When I like, f met you for the first time I, and I looked at you, you that you did not look right. Whether it was uh, uh, right. Whether and, it I was, get that a lot. Whether it's, it was not quite as well, uh, insane for that to happen to me versus maybe you. Right. And again, other Whatever. people, you know, speculated that maybe. You know, it, it, you know, it could be from drug use. It could be from pills. It could be from other things. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I did not. I didn't know any of that information other than when I first saw you. I said to you, and that is correct. You don't look well, and, and I said, "Are you okay?" And then you said, "I have stage two cancer," which I found yeah, but very odd that know. that that you would never mention that to anyone on the forums before. You didn't know me from Apple, and you mentioned that immediately within our meeting. And later, when you had your lawyer, I believe, or someone on the phone. Uh, who I mean, mentioned it, was, it wasn't immediate like you're saying. Well, we, I, I, well, told, I told you that in the parking lot, well, and that was like 15 minutes okay, after well, we first met. That, that, that how, was when you pulled me to the side and Druff was still standing up. I mean, it how wasn't long, immediate. How, you acted like it was within three minutes. Okay, well, you know what? Three minutes, 12 minutes. We didn't spend more than 20 minutes, all of us there. The whole thing was very, very brief. I mean, you have to you have to give me that. It was a very brief encounter. Man, 
look, look. It, it was brief, but there was five or ten minutes inside okay. the Rio, the, and then there was a good fifteen or twenty. Well, let me ask you this. Drugs. Let me ask you this. Do you I have? Mean, so do you, like, do you that have? That was how long it lasted. You, you've been asked this several times by several people. Do you have cancer? Yes. What What type of cancer do you have? Now look. This is where I'm not trying to get into all my shit, Drexel. Oh no, I did, well, it'll seem like a no, it'll seem like a pity party for me no. because I've been dipping since it's, I was 13 years old and I gave myself throat cancer. So it's, it's like I don't need anybody's shit. Like it's not. You, know, you have throat it's, cancer. It's all my fault. Is yeah, it, is it, I mean, like I, I I know that. I okay. Have. So it's like what the fuck ever, like. Okay. It's all my fault. I'm not blaming shit. No, okay. I, I really right. or whatever. So, like, so listen, this is the thing again. Uh, and I, I Sonatine is someone uh, for those who don't know that I've met many times, and he's he is like the most pristine voice of reason in any situation. Uh, in fact, I'm so glad this isn't the Ambien that just kicked in that's talking. I'm very very glad he called in because he just always knows the right words. And I remember I think the first time I met Sonatine, we were in L.A. at Commerce at a bar, and we were just drinking these like what are they like 18 ounce? Uh, I don't remember what kind of beer they were, Sonatine. And we just had like this deep conversation. That was that was the first time we met, correct, Sonatine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, so, had, you were coming off that horse game at the Congress. Yeah. We uh, yeah. talked about Ab- our Absolutely. So, anyhow, the, the point is, Slim T, you know, it's like this. Could I have handled myself better in 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 just telling you to go fuck yourself? And in, in, I mean, yeah. When I initially met you and you portrayed to me that you were sick and that you needed things and you hadn't eaten in a couple of days, the only and this is again something that that has always pissed me off and led to our uh, our fighting and everything else. My only intention, Slim T, was to help you, dude. Okay, I didn't need to go out at fucking yeah, three. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I'll talk. I, this is how it works. I get to talk, and then you get to talk. Okay, we don't talk over each other. My only intention was to help you. Okay, I, I did not want to go at three in the morning. Okay to Smith's, to Walmart, and to three gas stations to get the brand of smokeless tobacco that you wanted. Okay, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm excited, I can't wait to do this. I did this because you told me you hadn't eaten, you told me that you were sick, you told me that you can't eat the food at the Rio, so that's why I did it, okay? There is no ulterior motive whatsoever behind me. There was $120 in change left over from what we had. Okay, now also... Okay, you would ask me to get to give you or get you some pain pills. I explained to you that I'm not in the pain pill market. Okay, I don't deal in drugs. I'm not a drug dealer. You know, if, if someone comes to Vegas and, you know, they I don't know from the internet, I'm not, I, I don't do that. It's just not my thing. You know, if, if I don't do that. And I, I expressed that to you when I saw you. I told you, look, I can try. Maybe you know, I have poker friends that have them, but I don't deal in drugs. I don't, I don't do that. And I made that very clear to you. So, anyhow, nonetheless, after things went on from that point, uh, it somewhat spiraled out of control, and I became, after talking to my girlfriend, after talking to, I'm just going to be honest, China and other people, uh, people, and this is true, you may laugh, but people thought it may be dangerous for me to associate with you, Okay. That, that, that's all fine, buddy. You you can claim anything. Yeah, all well, I want not... you to explain is this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the same question I asked you five minutes ago. Okay. So you knew that I flew out there for two PLO8 events. 
So the second 3,000 tournament was on a two, was on a Tuesday. And you knew when you went out to the Red Rocks for the weekend, and we talked multiple times. You know, I never came out there. I just stayed at the hey. Rio. And you said no matter what, you know, we were going to handle shit on Monday because you knew I had the tournament Tuesday. We were going to not only just bullshit like wash clothes and eat, but we were going to place the bet and do, you know, hey. the real shit. Right. And so, like, you knew how important Monday was, and then you completely blew me off. I mean, just don't even send me a text till 8 o'clock at night on Monday saying, hey, man, I think it's too late to try to get the bet. But again, like, again, I mean, again, that was at least again, like dick as fuck. Like, again, just total shitbag. Again, I mean, again, all you had to have said instead of 30 texts of things you would have done is, hey, fuck you, you're crazy, or hey, you're a bloody mess, or whatever you thought of me could have been fine, but not. Well, Lead me on no, all the fucking time until right there the night before the tournament. That's, and say, Fuck that's that's not accurate at all. You're perturbed. But listen, okay. but listen, gentlemen. Uh, we've been going an hour. I need to take a break for a second. If both bo- both of you are welcome to to stay here for a second. We will be back after a word from our sponsors, and we will hopefully end this. Uh, once and for all, because uh, believe it or not, guys, I w- I would like to just squash this, uh, and I think with. Oh, and I just got logged out of the chat. With uh, yeah. with having uh, Sonatine here, the voice of uh, just reason, a very intelligent man, uh, I think we could just end all this and move on. And uh, but anyhow, guys, uh, we have a commercial sponsor, and I will be back in about three minutes. So just everyone, bear with me, okay? Cool. This life isn't for everybody, but for me, nothing beats it. And nothing beats my skull, either. I just take a little pinch and put it between my cheek and gun. Sure feels good. I think going smokeless is the only way to go. And for me, Walt Garrison, this is the only way to live. Try going smokeless with Skull, Copenhagen, or Happy Days. A pinch is all it takes. Hi, I'm Walt Garrison, and I'm here to talk to you about Skull, Copenhagen, and Happy Days. The more smokeless tobaccos you enjoy without lighting up. So let's begin by opening the can. Now, you can open a can several different ways. I do it by just running my fingernail around the edge. A lot of people use a pocket knife, or some even use this handy little gadget called a label cutter. Then, all you do is twist and pull up on the lid, and it'll come right off. Now, the first thing you've got to remember is you don't choose Skull, Copenhagen, or Happy Days. You just take a little pinch and put it between your cheek and gum. And just let it sit there. And the tobacco will slowly release its great taste. And you'll be getting real tobacco satisfaction without smoking. Now, I know a lot of you have probably heard me say that a pinch is all it takes. But everybody's got their own way of enjoying smokeless tobacco. From the size of the pinch to the flavor you like from the number of dips you take each day to the way you open the can. All these things are just as individual as you are. Now, at first, going smokeless may take a little getting used to. The tobacco may tend to move around a bit, and your mouth may water a little. But once you get the hang of it, you're going to find that going smokeless is a mighty fine way to enjoy tobacco. And now you got to figure out which brand's for you. There's Skoll, with the wintergreen flavor, or Copenhagen, with its full, rich tobacco taste and mint-flavored Happy Days. All three are packed in convenient cans, and each one is dated for freshness. Now, the date on the bottom is the day that it's made, 
And that's just our way of letting you know how fresh and moist our tobacco really is. Over 346 million cans of moist, smokeless tobacco were sold last year. So that ought to give you some idea about just how popular it's become. And more and more people from all parts of the country are going smokeless every day. So if you had not tried our moist, smokeless tobacco, look for this display at your nearest tobacco counter. And remember, for real tobacco pleasure without lighting up, with Skoll, Copenhagen, or Happy Days, a pinch is all it takes. Okay, and we're back. Um, do I still have uh, both parties on the line? Yeah, absolutely. Slim, are you there? Did we lose Slim? Hmm. Let me see. We might have lost Slim. Let me check uh, if he's still connected now. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, the man got out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we've lost Slim. Uh, well, anyhow, uh, Slim, if uh, you decide to call back, you can call back. If not, I think from what I'm reading, uh, the chat wanted this kind of just not to go on as long as it did. So, Anyhow, Sonatine, what is going on with you, my man? How is life? Yeah, what? It's, been a, it's been an interesting ride. Um, I actually just uh, incorporated an LLC in Nevada. Uh, security services uh, for information clips, and um, that's uh, ramping up pretty quickly, and so I'm kind of thinking about uh, reestablishing residence out there and stuff like that. Um, I've been in the Catskills for the past, like, three months, uh, doing a ton of fishing and a ton of computer work and a ton of good old-fashioned fucking about, and uh, i got to tell you, my, uh, my soul's in good shape, man, as well. Nice, nice. Nice. You're somebody that, you know, through all your trials and tribulations in terms of moving, and, you know, you've been all over. Uh, we're, just since I've known you, where have you lived? Where have been the various places oh, wow. that you've lived? Uh, yeah, L.A., um, Vegas, um, Thailand, and uh, New York uh, City and the Capitals. And what, what was your final feeling after you left Las Vegas? Did you... Had, had you decided at that point that this city is never again going to be be for you, and that was more or less your last voucher out of Las Vegas? You know what's funny is um, when I left L.A., that's more or less how I felt. Like I was kind of like, I've seen the best this time has to offer. I'm just not interested. Uh, when I left San Francisco, I was like, I've done the math. Fuck this place uh, standing. I'll never be back. Um, when I left Las Vegas, I expected to feel the same thing, and what I immediately realized is that that wasn't going to happen, because there's so much value uh, to living in Las Vegas. At least, let me rephrase that. There's so much value to living in Nevada. Um, it's cheap. It's beautiful. Uh, the high desert is amazing. Uh, there's good food everywhere. There's uh, mountains and outdoors and just all types of uh, groovy shit. Um, 
so honestly, it's like shortly after I got to New York and started, you know, paying the New York state tax and all that kind of shit, I, I suddenly realized, like, you know, man, New York better be fucking amazing or else I'm just going to pack up and head the fuck back. Now, you know, I've got uh, half a relationship out here and all that kind of shit, and um, who knows, that's ultimately going to decide where I end up. But, um, you know, subtract that, and uh, Nevada looks really good. You know, it's uh, Nevada understands the importance of um, treating people like something other than a resource to be harvested financially, and it doesn't feel like that all the time, but it's true. And, um, you know, coming out here on the East Coast, it's just, it's the opposite, you know. Like, I really feel like no matter how much fucking money you make out here, uh, there's a target on your back 24-7. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, honestly, like, I could certainly see, even as I was packing up in Nevada, I, I really felt like, like, I felt like this was the type of place that I could retire, like that kind of thing. If not Portland and Nevada, um... You know, it's pretty, either Reno or, uh, or Vegas. Because you know, they're good places to live. There are good people out there. And it's just a, it's a friendly atmosphere at times if you know where you're at. You right. know, if you keep your wits about you. And just, you know, from the various times that we've hung out, I never got the impression that you were the type of person that Vegas could just up and swallow and destroy. I mean, you you know, you didn't have seem to have many vices uh, you know, while I watched you play poker, uh, Slim T's calling back. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you know, you know the vices in, in Vegas that that you know, you never seemed that never seemed to be an issue with with you. I mean, am I correct in saying that? Um, no, you're absolutely correct. That I'm well inoculated against those particular temptations because I've had plenty of time to get used to the reality. That I suck at poker, and that I'm not going to be profitable at. Like, like straight up and down. Like that really, like well, that you know, took years to sink in, and it took hundreds you know, of thousands. Of dollars. And by the time it did, there's no turning back. You know, it's I, have, like, I've, I've, team. I've played in, Jesus, I, you know, I've played in may, maybe hundreds of home games, fun games, family games, friend games. Even played last year for the first time a, a, a real organized strip poker game in a mansion here in Las Vegas. And out of all those, out of out of all those times, I still think that game that we had uh, with you, me, Ben Staring, Pay for USC, Set of Kings. Uh, I know I'm forgetting a couple oh, yeah. others. Was one of the greatest games that we had that just I've ever played, and just because of how much fun we all had. And I'll never Thank forget, uh, you know, you just being who you are, you know, agreeing to play games that you've never even heard of, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, and you know which game I'm talking about when, when you know, you couldn't, you, you, you played multiple hands where you still couldn't, you still couldn't get it encrusted into your brain that the ace was the bad card and deuce the seven. And, and I remember, like, you know, because Sonatine, he's a, he's a, he's a, a big guy. You know, you look at him and you can become, if you didn't know him, you could easily be intimidated by him because he's a you know although he's just basically a a gentle you know lion but you know without knowing his personality you know he's a big guy that can come off as being you know intimidating and uh, sure. anyhow so you know we're we're sitting there and and you know we're playing uh, Deuce to Seven and you know although I've explained it to him many times Sonatine you know when he bets. 
you know, he's you know he's a forceful batter. He, he reeks of of confidence. And yet, every time there was a showdown for quite some bit in the beginning, he had an ace. <laughs> he had an ace, and, he, and this is the aggressor in, in the hand. You know, this isn't like him just calling. He's raising, he's capping, and he flips over the ace. Standing pat after like one draw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I busted his balls for for you know quite some time. In fact, even to this day, I still do. But uh, in fact, I remember there was one uh, particularly big pot in regards to the stakes we were playing where I ended up folding and then you turned over your hand and you had like an ace and even a pair and it just <laughs> <laughs> and I still thought the beauty of it that's the miracle of my uh, innocent confidence yeah to get you and UIC off of a huge pot yeah but that that was a great that was a great weekend and you know that's that's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my heart here a little bit things like that you, you know are, are one of the things that I detest or, or what I'm about to expand on detest forums for because that was a great weekend uh, you know Ben Staring was there uh, I'm trying to think pay for USC uh, a set of kings myself use us uh, uh, what's his name uh, Suicide King was there and I know there are a couple oh, others yeah. and you know we just all had a great time and now it just seems with forums that, you know, if you're friends with one person and then, you know, another friend of yours doesn't like that person, it's just, it's so much drama. Like, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sonatine, does it make sense? Like, you just, and, I, you know, back then it was easy and now it, it, it just, and that's really what turns me off the most about this, that there's so many of these little e-fights that a lot of times, you know, spill out into the real world where, you know, for instance, you're spending time with someone, and someone doesn't like. I'm spending time with Sonatine, and someone thinks Sonatine is 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 a bad person. So then, you know, Brandon, why are you doing that? Or just you know, or vice versa. And you know, that that's the part of it that I don't like about the forums. When you know that a lot of a lot of that has just developed into that. Uh, you know, in the last couple years, where beforehand, Absolutely. you know, yeah. So anyhow. Uh, just my feelings. Yeah, something I wanted to say just on that point really quickly. There's one thing that I've learned over the years, because we've talked about this before. I've been on a lot of forums. I've, I've stirred up a lot of shit and had a lot of shit stirred up. Um, the one thing I've learned over the years is that um, the more dynamic and interesting people are, uh, the more currency there is for drama later on. And that sounds really cynical and really awful, but it's true. And when things tend to burn out and go foul, um, I tend to keep my head a lot more these days, and it feels like, you know, watching how things played out uh, between you, Michael, and Justin, that you were very much in a similar vein of uh, um, temperament when things started to really hit the rails and explode. You were kind of like, well, that's that. You know, like, this is simply how these things wind down sometimes. Um, and I think that's a very mature way of dealing with this. You just gotta, you gotta strike when the iron's hot. If there's this opportunity to have fun, you gotta have fun. Um, yeah, because honestly, it's like, you know, that type of stuff doesn't come around too often. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, I think as well, Slim T is back. Uh, are you here, Slim T? Yo. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I guess since we did go on this far uh, with this segment, I'm hoping. Uh, even though we're both going to continually to disagree amongst uh, certain aspects that, uh, at the very least, we do not need to be friends. Um, and also, at the same time, I'm in no way at this point, especially since you called 
my show this evening going to say to you, don't post here, don't listen. Uh, you know, that that's not what this is about. You know, uh, uh, you know, I just want there to be some sort of understanding and, like, again, just to get past this because, to be honest, I'm done debating it. Uh, I, I realize you're going to see things the way you see things, I'm going to see things the way I see things, and, and no, nothing's going to change that, you know, on, on either side. So, um, anyhow, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, I'm never talking about the issue again. If you want to call in in the future and be a part of uh, PFA or a any other, other sites, I mean, it, it, you know, you should. If you enjoyed listening to radio, do not not listen because I'm a part of it and you have some problem with me. Um and I guess the best oh, way. Oh no, man! You're good on the radio. Hey, and the, and I, I agree. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring this up again. Uh, the last thing I want to say, like um, about the whole thing, is this read on um, you know me being crazy or bodily harm to somebody. I mean, man, that's just not me. So, like, um, you know, people can say whatever they want. I don't I don't give a shit. But I mean, I don't go out fighting. Like, I hadn't been in a fight since 5th or 6th grade. So, just, you know, that's yeah. all I'm fucking okay. do. Well, I don't think anyone so, thinks you're out there trying to hurt people. But, again, you know, before yeah. before I end this segment, the one thing I just want to address with you and, and hopefully clarify, because this is the main thing that has bothered me, is that, uh, you know, you have your right to feel the way you want to feel and, and to, to judge me on, on how you felt I should have... Uh, behaved, and I have the right to, as well as to think that, uh, you know, maybe you just were a little overboard on what you wanted me to do for you, uh, you know, we just both are going to agree to see things differently, and that's, that's fine, as long as there is mutual respect and we're able to let it go, but again, the one thing that is going to resonate and bother me is the fact that on those posts, those many, 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 many posts on uh, this site and the other, uh, I think it's time that you at least admit to me and to the audience that thief is not the proper word or term to use in any aspect of describing what went on. There is never any kind of theft. Uh, man, I, I can say that I was naive, and I definitely can take blame for part of the situation, but, I mean, you stole a lot of my time. Okay, but, like, I, but I don't think... promised a lot of things. So, okay. No, no, man, the, the way the bet went down, I mean, dude, that had me calling people, okay. locking in okay. numbers. I mean, you acted like it was just no problem to bet with your big poker-playing buddy. So, I mean, like, so, okay, but hold on. So so what you're saying is, and this is... An, and I, you know, and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd be fine leaving it with this, that that you think I am a thief, though, but a thief of time. And, and that is what... That is what your claim is. I am a thief of time. Is that is that fair to say? Um, I mean, it's one of the fair things to say. There's a lot of fair things that I could say about the situation. Do you, I mean, do you, do you truly believe, Slim T, that I am a thief? That I stole anything monetary-wise from you? Do you really believe hey, that? Man, I, I don't know what to truly believe about the situation. Like, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, I, all my buddies thought shit was cool, and we all had bets, and I had met this dude that was going to hook me up and no, make no, shit but, straight I'm not, I'm, attorney, and, like, I mean, from what ended up happening, dude, like, I mean, I could never believe one word you would tell me. 
I mean, and all this shit about China, man, this is the same stuff you said about China to me when you just pulled me off to the side. I mean, you were just railing China, and I'd never even met the guy. I was railing China how? China's one of my my best friends. I don't even know what you're referring to. Yeah, well, I mean, we can talk about it through PM. No, I have no no idea what you're even mentioning about China. How, How... wasn't China? Uh, he'll, China, he'll, China, he'll just talk to him. China, China. Wait, if my if I'm not mis- China was with us. Yeah, he was with us. He was with us that night. Well, listen, Slim T. Again, I, I, I this is going to be the end of it because I I don't want to. Uh, yeah, that works for me. Man. I don't. I'm, there's no point in rehashing it again. You're going to believe what you're going to believe, and I'm, I'm going to go to my grave knowing that I had no other intentions other than to help you. I believed you were sick. Now you've admitted to me. Because there's been speculation that you don't have cancer, that uh, you know that, that maybe you're a drug addict, but now you've come on here and you've said that you have throat cancer, which I, I am very sorry for. I hope uh, it's something that uh, hey, can be cured. It's and, not and a big deal, man. You okay. can play goddamn dip commercials every time. Well, no, it don't phase me, man. People yeah, bring that, their own karma. If I live through it, I yeah, will. If no. I don't, I'll die. Hey, listen, I smoke. I smoke cigarettes. So I mean, I, I you yeah, know, I'm not. Any, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the point is, I think it's come a time where it, all this just needs to end, uh, and I, I I have no more interest in, in rehashing this. Uh, your expectations, you, you felt your expectations were met. I felt that I went over all and beyond to try to help somebody. You didn't see it that way. I did. Um, so, obviously, we're never going to be able to come to terms and, and understand it. But from here, you're yeah, more than... Work. From here, you're more than welcome to move on, participate in any of the shows that you want, and, uh, you know, again, uh, I have no bad blood. I'm letting everything go in the past. However, uh, other forum members or members of the community treat you will not have any bearing or or influence on on this. Everyone can make their own decision, and, uh, you know, I guess that's really all there is to say on that topic. uh, All right, Bill. Well, I appreciate the time. Okay, you have a good evening, and uh, I'll mention uh, when we have Shannon Shore on, I'll uh, speak about the gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. When are you coming to your World Series next week, or you or, or next year, or are you just kind of soured now forever? Oh yeah, World Series? I'll, I'll be out there. Don't worry. Okay, I mean, you I'll know, I'll take a little different approach next year. Yeah, but. yeah, it, it's that probably would have alleviated all this this year. But anyhow, uh, all right. Well, thank you for calling in. Uh, at least I guess. This is resolved, and uh, yeah, I won't mention it again. You got it. Okay, have a good night. Peace. All right. Well, that was unexpected. Uh, I think it could have possibly gone I better. I feel progress was made. Huh? I feel progress was made. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I, it could have definitely gone better, but it could definitely could have gone worse. And listen, as I mentioned earlier, man, I'm not in the the club of just you know. Having enemies, even if they're internet enemies, I don't, you know, I'm not uh, a Marty or a Todd or just, you know, those kind of characters that will just go on these long, long hatreds over people you've never even met before. I I just, I I can't do it. You know, I'm just not that kind of person. And this is something that was very, very silly. And uh, again, you know, I don't want to talk too much more about it since he's not here. Uh, But, you know, my intentions. So help me God, from the start, we're, we're good to help the guy. I would never... Uh, hold on one second, we have a call. Uh, caller, hold on one second, please. I would never go out in the middle of the night with my girlfriend, 
uh, you know, they were talking two, three, four in the morning and do, go to three different stores and do this. If I had some, you know, backhanded agenda to, to, to hurt him or to ruin his trip, I mean, it just makes no sense. And, uh, you know, anyhow, you know, as I mentioned, the main thing about the whole subject that uh, angered me was in many of his posts that he wrote on this site and others, he used the term thief. And, uh, you know, that, that, that is what bothered me because, again, we're talking about uh, him giving me, you know, $400 to buy a certain amount of things. And uh, it, it, I had the receipts, you know, he knew what everything cost. And, you know, we're talking about $280 that was spent, which left $120 in return. Um, initially, he told me to keep the money. And <clears throat> after things got hostile, uh, a couple of days later, and he was pissed that I wasn't, uh, we hadn't had a dinner yet. We hadn't, uh, I hadn't been able to help him get this bet set up that he wanted me to. Uh, you know, then, you know, I didn't want the, even the money that he offered. I just wanted to be done with this whole situation. And I, you know, made numerous attempts to uh, go down to the Rio and just give him the 120 and wipe my hands clean of it. And again, that's what we're talking about, guys, $120. And which, you know, in every case, he told me, don't come here. I don't want the money. You keep it. And, you know, I guess out of everything that was said, that was what bothered me the most, him labeling me. Uh, a thief, and then now you know we can debate semantics. You can say, "Well, you're a thief." You know, maybe not a monetary thief, but you're a thief of my time. But I mean, anyways, I don't think uh, we're gonna gain much more from this. Uh, still good though. I'd rather two people be indifferent than each other than be enemies and have bad blood and feel kind of happy now that at least this is gone. Uh, not that I really thought it was gonna be brought up anyhow, but uh, so be it. Sonatine is God. I appreciate you offering your insight. <laughs> And I'm not sure who this is, but we have another caller on uh, Spontaneous Radio tonight with Drexel and uh, Sonatine. Who are we speaking with? What's up, Brandon? Uh, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know my phone number? Wait, is it? I don't even know if I'm getting rolled. Listen, I took the two Ambien as the chat suggested. Is this really Jason? <laughs> this is Jason. Okay, hold on, let me just check. This, this is your, your business partner, your radio co-host. Yeah. Okay, hold on. The guy you call for six hours every day. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, this is, yeah, Jason, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> I can't get my Skype to work, so I figured I'd just call yeah, it. Yeah, that was, that was very odd. Right when Slim T was calling in and others, they were connecting, but yours kept saying unable to connect, error, 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 and it just would not connect. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably because both Skypes are mine, and it won't connect one to the other, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, Sonatine, have you met uh, Jason before? No, never. Okay. I don't think so. Well, we have not met. I am a, a silent fan of Sonatine, but I've learned not to not to cross him at all because I don't feel like I have the intellectual chops to hang with him, but uh, I am a fan of his. I read all of his stuff, not only on... PSA, but I like on scats and read it over there. Very uh, one of my favorite posters. Ah, well, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> and I will always take praise in the fact that Sonatine takes a nice, every so often, glass of Macallan 18, and when he does, I know whether it's thought of deeply within him or just a piece of him that he's thinking of me. Because oh, every time. <laughs> every time. In fact, 
the weird part is, my father thinks of you when we sit down and have a McCallan 18 and start share a little sniff after fishing. Right. Like, he knows how I heard about this. He knows about the Vegas connection. So, you know, he has a, a second son in you. I promise I wouldn't cry. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Um, Sonatine, did you hear earlier about what we are doing on... Uh, the site that Jason and myself in China own Vegas Poker Radio in terms of this marathon uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be down for. I'll be. I'll be chiming in. Did uh, okay, awesome. Did you hear the guest list that we have lined up so far? I certainly did. There's some uh, some some legitimately uh, huge names on that list. You know, and speaking of which, I want to read this to you. Uh, obviously, Johnny, you already know this. Uh, this is pretty funny. Um, you know. We wanted to, we have a press release uh, that's been sent out to businesses and companies and, and, and guests. And we wanted to, the chat is going to love this. We wanted to uh, post a message on 2 plus 2. Now, I obviously realize, you know, the history of 2 plus 2. Uh, but this is also a u- unique situation where this is a, uh, twi- where, where as 22Q is a non for profit foundation, uh, what we we what we would be promoting is a charity, not only a charity char- charity that solely benefits children, and uh, there's no, and there's nothing in it in terms of like you know competing with his site or d- detracting anything. It's just generally just a good thing to do, a good thing we're doing, a good thing for him to let us post a a, a link and let people on two plus two know what is going on. Um, and even with that said, I kind of didn't. I did not think he would be uh, agreeable to let it happen. Uh, so yesterday, uh, Jacob sent a message to uh, Mason Malmuth, and I'm going to read the exact uh, message. Hello, Mason. My name is Johnny Sepp. I am an owner at www.vegaspokerradio.com. I am writing to you because we are hosting a 50-hour poker show beginning on September 3rd to benefit the 22Q Foundation. It's a charity that helps make life easier for children who suffer from 22Q.11 deletion syndrome. And then he gave the link for the actual site. Please, the press release is here. And uh, then below that, the uh, the guest list for the show is is this. You know, so far we listed all the names, and these are some big names, people. Uh, I am writing I am writing you for a few reasons. One of our listeners wanted to make a thread about it here, but I asked that he didn't without reaching out to you first and seeing if it was acceptable for someone not not with the show or the site to make a thread about it. Also, I wanted to see if you, David, or the other guys from the podcast, podcast had any interest in being a guest on the show. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I look forward to hearing back from you. This is Mason's response. I'm sorry, but it's 2 plus 2's policy to not support any charities. That is his fucking response. I mean, what? His exact fucking response is, I'm sorry, it's 2 plus 2's policy not to support any charities. That's a policy. A policy. Now, every time I think this guy is just the douchiest of douchebags and just can't be any more into himself and not have any fucking heart or or, want to give back the poker world or, or just community in any way unless it lines his pockets 
I, I see something like this, and, and it, it, it blows my mind even more. Then Johnny, and of course Johnny is is a consummate professional. He's you know much more than me. You know, I would have at that point gone on attack and been a lot harsher. Johnny followed up with Mason. I'm not asking you to support it. I'm asking if it is okay for someone to make a thread discussing it. I'm not going to make a thread about it. No one has anything to do with the show. We'll have to. We'll make a thread. It is topical and it's relevant poker news. I just wanted to extend the courtesy of reaching out to you before one of my users just popped up a thread. That is all. Mason's response: No. It's our policy not to support char charities. This should be clear. And then from his original. Okay, this is another thing about Mason that you guys might not know. When Mason gets tilted, he changes how he... Uh, uh, sh his signature. His signature, yes. In the first post, it was Mason. And then after the second one, when he just writes, no, it's not our policy to support charities. I think this should be clear. And then he just writes, MM. And that's kind of like his trademark. When, when he's posting a thread, he's all happy or just being you know, his normal self, selfless fuck, he'll write you know, Mason Malamuth. Or greetings, or warm greetings, Mason Malamuth. But then when, you know, he's cocky, arrogant, you know, fuck you, I'm the man, Mason Malamuth, it's just the MM in there. So I found that kind of, I found that, you know, it didn't surprise me. You know, I, I was, you know, I knew Johnny was going to be doing this. So I was wondering what his response was going to be, uh, meaning Mason's. But uh, it didn't surprise me, but... The, the, you know, I thought there'd be a different angle, you know, we don't allow competing sites to do this, or, or you know, so, I mean, but not, we don't, it's our, it's our policy not to support charities. I mean, I just, I just read those seven words, and it, it, it blows my mind. It's our policy not to support charities. I mean, wow. I mean, just un, un, unreal, unreal. So, here's, you know, here's the thing, Brennan. I'm sorry, here's the thing. I, I didn't actually even have to reach out to Mason because as long the rule of 2 plus 2 is very specific. If it's something that you're involved in, you can't post about it. But somebody else can, and that's how they wound up banning Daniel Agrano because he posted about his own show, but everybody else is free to post about it, no problem. I had somebody who was going to post about it who volunteered to post about it. And I always try and be real particular with 2 plus 2 because I'm very good friends with uh, Kevin Mathers. Kevin Mathers, he actually used to be a paid employee of Filthy Limper. So I don't ever want to overstep those bounds. So it seemed like mm -hmm. a good idea just to extend that courtesy to Mason from, you know, from me to him rather than just saying, yeah, go ahead and, and blast the forum. I mean, obviously 2 plus 2 is a huge entity and it would be tremendous for the show. But I have nothing to gain personally from this show. We're dedicating our time and money into this, and we're ultimately looking to make life for a bunch of children who don't have the best childhood that much better. That's, and, that's the goal. and Johnny, do me a favor. I, uh, you know, I, I have a cold, and it, it makes reading and just coughing just my dialect hard. I know when I was on PFA the last few minutes, I spoke about it. I'm gonna go get some water, and I want, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, go over one more time and recap for everybody what, what I tr attempted to do at, at the end of the show in terms of uh, you know the foundation, in terms of our guests, in terms of what we're doing, uh, when we're starting, just so everyone's clear. And uh, cause I, I'd love to see all you guys uh, in there at, at, at you know parts of the night, in the middle of the night, in the morning. You know, this is going to be running a really long time. And also, um, we are going to have 
a forum set up or, you know, right on Vegas Poker Radio where you can even ask questions. Like, if you want, you know, and, and of course, they're all going to always be respectable. Like, if, you, if there's something you want to know about Ryan Dempster, you know, that, that's the thing I think is great about our guest list. There's something that appeals to everybody in there. You know, you may not like, you know, poker even. Well, you know what? Then you can start to ask questions of Richard Roper. I mean, I'm going to talk to Richard Roper, and I'm going to ask him why he gave the fucking Hunger Games fucking two and a half stars when I thought it should be three and a half. Okay, I'm going to talk to Richard Roper and, and tell him that I thought Men in Black 3 was awful. Why did he give it three and a half stars? You know, I mean, and of course, it's going to be like a ball-busting kind of fun way. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know. So, you know, the point I'm making is if you look through the guests, and we have Tony G, we have Ryan Dempster, we have, you know, Richard Roper, we have all kinds of, you know, people that are going to be on it. We have this, who's our mind, mind expert? Who's that guy? Jared Tedler. He's, uh... He's an ex- he works with professional golfers as well as professional poker players on harnessing their uh, their tilt, for lack of a better term. He he's an expert on curing tilt. That's what he is. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some water real fast. But I, I did want to talk about this a little bit more just because I don't feel I was able to uh, express it. What we're doing. Uh, as much as I'd like to, and then I'll be right back. And Salatine, if you have nowhere to go, I, I always love when I have these, uh, sh- you know, these these shows I never anticipate having, and you end up sticking around. So as long as you don't have anywhere to be, I'd, I'd love to have you on for a bit longer, buddy. Salatine, okay. Salatine. Yeah, can you hear oh, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did you? Did oh, you? Yeah, I'm doing a lot around from you. I'm sorry? Say that again? Uh, I'm doing laundry oh, around. Okay. Count me in. I'm in the basement, so I've got shitty reception. Give me five minutes. <laughs> no problem. All right, Johnny, I will be right back. I, I need to get a drink. Go ahead and uh, please talk to everybody about this and how important it is. And, you know, again, more than anything, you know, the way I look and the only reason why I'm doing it, I'm not getting a dollar. Johnny's not getting a dollar. In fact, probably Johnny will end up losing money, you know, in terms of uh, doing this. Uh, the main goal of all this is to just do something good for poker. You know, uh, there's so much, even in this day and age, you know, st- stigmas associated with gambling and just things in general. It- it's great that we can really do something. I mean, just the fact that we have such big name guests uh, that are coming on. There are going to be some more that are that that are going to be su- surprising as well that will be on here. Uh, goes to show you just how important it is and, and how many other people. Or along the same beliefs that that you know that doing something like this uh, portrays poker in a great light and and you know look I mean no one likes I mean I said this earlier I think one of the worst things in the world are, are sick children you know I don't know maybe it's just how I am like I I can stomach adults I've had you know parents pass away I've had you know, grandparents pass away, and, and, you know, you mourn, you get over, but it's it's still, it's different, you know, when you see a sick child, uh, or when a child, or the child dies young, it's just, it's, you know, it's just it's very, very sad, and for all the banter, and all the, you know, tough guy shit that goes on on these forums, and no one ever likes to admit their senses where they care, I know, I, I, you know, maybe it's like, I don't know, 90% normals on here, and 10% are crazies, and, you know, I see the 90% for sure on there know what I'm talking about, you know, and everyone has a, everyone has a persona on the internet about, you know, how they want people to think of them, but, you know, I, I doubt there's really anybody 
you know, on any of these forums that, that, that wouldn't feel the same way, you know, whether, you know, it, it's your child or someone else's child. And most people, I'm sure, have some sort of connection to, to someone that has a baby, whether it's uh, 22Q or, or some other kind of birth, uh, you know, defect. And uh, it's just very sad. And uh, this is something that's great, that, that really can just, besides the fact of, of raising money, that can just draw attention to something that, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't even know about. And uh, I don't know, it's just more so than anything, it gives myself, and I, I know I can speak for Johnny uh, as well, and also Kevin and, and Steve-O and Joe, and those are the guys that have been doing everything, a great sense of pride in doing this. And, you know... For all the shit I do on here, guys, and, you know, I fuck around, and I tell stories about girls, and, you know, just all the other stuff, I mean, I, I am a good person, you know, I, I like making my friends happy, I like people happy, I like, I, I, I just like doing the right thing, I like contributing to society, helping people out, and out of everything I've done on Donkdown, on, you know, PFA, this is without a doubt the most proudest thing I, I've, I've ever been a part of. Um, because I just know, you know, I'm doing it, I'm not getting anything, it's, it's going to torture myself, you know, for the hours and hours I want to be on, and it's, it's for a good cause, you know, it's, it's for kids, and uh, anyhow, that's really it, uh, I want Johnny to answer any questions and talk more, like, about the poker room, because he designed that up, and you know what, I'm going to say one more thing uh, before I go grab a drink, uh, and I know the majority of you guys in the chat are smart, you know, you're obviously listening to this because you like uh, my radio show, you like Johnny in general. You know, there's been a lot of bullshit that's gone on on uh, PFA in regards to uh, Johnny and, and also to some extent me. And uh, I just want to clarify all of it up with everybody right now uh, so people fully understand Uh you know, there's a lot of trolling, you know, I guess the most common things that are said is that Johnny pilfered me from, uh, from Druff, and, you know, Johnny's, uh, you know, pilfered, you know, the site for his own site, you know, and the first thing we all have to realize is no one owns the internet, you know, just as much as Marty can start a site and a radio show, and Bootsy Collins can, and Druff can, and Micon can, and, you know, I can, every, I mean, you know, this format was MyCon's format to begin with. Actually, it was really Dustin's format. You know, the original model of all this, for, for those that don't know, you know, it was NWP. All this community that what, what, of what we are right now was onset by NWP uh, back in 2004 because of a man named Dustin Neverwin Wolf, who at the time, for about a year, was the winningest limit hold'em player in the world online won uh, well over a million dollars playing 100-200, which, which were the biggest games. And uh, it became a fan site for him. And that's what that's what NWP was. It, was. it wasn't about MyCon. It wasn't about Druff. It was about Dustin. And people, you know, people wanted to ask him questions and interact. And he was a huge, huge, huge internet uh, poker star, celebrity, whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, as things evolved, the site at times, you know, became more about MyCon, became more about Druff, you know, it doesn't matter. But uh, the point is, I, I, I laugh when I see that people read that. Oh, you're starting a show, you're doing, you know, everyone has a right to do whatever they want. None, none of this has been trademarked. I mean, you know, if, you know, and, and again, if you're going to ever make that claim that, oh, you're just copying Druff, or you're just copying so-and-so, you, know, you might as well just say you're copying MyCon. 
because a lot of these concepts and ideas were first implemented by him or other people that helped him get it done to begin with. So, But uh, anyhow, the point I wanted to make, and I, you know, I don't want to ramble too much longer about this, is that uh, you know Johnny is my business partner. We own a site called Vegas Poker Radio with uh, China Maniac. Uh, the show that we do on Thursday nights is Filthy Limper Radio. And uh, I know a lot of you are aware of this. I know a lot of you like the show and listen, and I know a lot of you don't. And that's, that's totally fine, just like with this show or any other show, you know, people are going to like it, people aren't going to like it. Uh, but, you know, at the same point, you know, in terms of the forums, for each week, for people to come on and say the same, same, said over and over and over and over criticism of what I'm trying to do or what Johnny's trying to do or what people's evil motives are, um, you know, it's just, it's gotten kind of ridiculous. And that was a great reason why I stopped, you know, coming on this site and coming on Poker Fraud Alert because, you know, I do this even when I'm doing now. My girlfriend is sitting in the couch. You know, she's waiting for me to get off to go, you know, have dinner with her. She's hungry. And everyone in the chat, there's 10, 15 people, and they all just said, we want more radio. We want more radio. So, I mean, I'd be, I would have gone out to dinner tonight, you know, to a nice Thai place or to a steak place, and now what's going to be left by the time I get done with this is I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to end up just getting, you know, a pizza or fast food or, I mean, who knows. So and and, and I'm not asking, huh? Do you wanna do you wanna go grab your water? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm almost done here. I'm almost done. Just you know, this oh. I did take the ambient okay. too. But the point I'm making is, you guys have to realize that you know, I by me doing this, and I don't want anyone to suck my dick. I'm not asking for stars and acclaim. Is that you know, this is my free time. You know, I do it because you guys want me to because I enjoy it. And, and that's it. And when it becomes unenjoyable, uh, then I don't want to do it. And, uh, you know, and that's, and that's really it. And when people, uh, and I've talked to Jeff about this, and, and there's, there are going to be some changes. You know, I don't, I don't care if people dislike me. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I'm not trying to win a popularity contest. But, you know, at the same time, people need to be respectful of the fact that I volunteer a lot of free time, uh, as does Jace appear. And, you know, if you want to critique certain things, uh, you know, that, that's fine. I mean, you know, this is a forum. But uh, there's a certain number of posters on here that, you know, more or less at any opportunity, they, they can just end up trolling or just uh, throwing in so much negativity, uh, you know, that, that it, it, it just it, it makes it not fun. It disrupts what we're trying to do, and it's just counterproductive. And uh, one of the reasons why I'm back, you know, and Jeff kind of alluded to it, we had a dinner meeting last night, and uh, I expressed to Druff what my, uh, you know, reservations were and things that I did not like, and, and he understood uh, every one of them, and, and you know, we, we talked more and figured out a way to, uh, you know, make those things better. So, anyhow, uh, those are the reasons why I haven't been here the last couple of weeks, Um you know, I don't ever want to be doing something where, you know, taking time away from relationships and friends and, and then at the same time I'm getting, you know, a lot of uh, hate and vile thrown at me. Hold on one second. We have a caller. Caller, you're on the 
I don't know. Well, you're on the Samatine at Jacep and Drexha. Who am I speaking with? This is one step. This is who? Uh, it's one step. Oh, hey, one step. Hey, um, so yeah, so like I said in chat, uh, the only reason I can I can see him making on this, uh, rejecting uh, your request is because, you know, there are a ton of charities out there, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there are not, there's some that are not legit. And, you know, even though it might only take three or four, uh, you know, minutes of reading and a phone call, uh, Wait, hold, hold, it obviously doesn't... Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Really One yeah. second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I took two Ambien about an hour and a half ago. And I'm really looking, like, I'm not just looking, like, at you. I'm, like, looking at the number on Skype. Almost like I'm trying to look at your face through the phone, which I can't, and trying to understand what you just said. But I swear to you, and I really tried. I swear to fucking Christ. Okay. I okay, have no. Okay, I have. Okay. I have no I'll, I'll idea you. what you just said to me. Not a clue. Because for the past fifteen, for the past fifteen minutes, you've been talking about this charity, correct? Yes. So. Oh, are you calling? Are you calling to, to to donate? Oh, I appreciate that. Well, let me transfer you to one of our operators. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. One step. What, what are you? Yeah, no, but so I figured it'd be a natural transition, and the reason why I can see uh, he would deny your request is because, you know, there are tons of charities out there, mm -hmm. and, you know, there I'm sure there are some charities that, uh, you know, are bogus, that uh, even though three or four minutes uh, research and, you know, a phone well, call would... Well, that was, the next thing I was, that, that was the next thing I was going to say. You could easily go to... 22Q Foundation and look at it and, and it would it would you know prevent any misconception yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, it's, but this guy this guy doesn't have you know doesn't have that time you know what I mean like he doesn't care about he doesn't care about that uh, you know it, it, the only re it, it's it's um, it's um, it's unfortunate but the only reason why you know majority of adults or, or people uh, that are involved in, you know, these type of, of foundations is because something close, someone close to them is associated with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can see it with baseball players, you can see that, you know, with athletes, with other stuff like that. And it's unfortunate, but at the same time, if no one is close to him, you know, if there was a charity for, for, um, for keeping, you know, um, uh, you know, developmentally disabled children in your house, uh, I'm sure he'd be on the forefront <laughs> of doing that, but but there isn't. So you know, if, if you were pitching him that, then it would be a different story. Yeah, but, but listen, but you're not him that. listen, you're a funny guy, and you know that. Like you come up with these one-liners, and it's funny and shit. But honestly, not like being. If try to take, try to step back from the whole one-step uh, persona. Do you so think I'm, I'm being serious here? I'm being serious. But I, I know, but I'm saying. Do you that's think you don't think that's fucking just shitty to say we don't support charity? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Listen, many people are shitting in this okay. world. You hold, hey, hold on one second, uh, I mean, uh, Johnny. Are you still on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm, you guys go ahead and debate this for a second. I will be right back. My my girlfriend's getting pissed. I think so. We may have to. I may have to take uh, the laptop in the car to go get the food to keep the show going. Um, so you guys talk. I'll be right back. Uh, Samatine, as always, is God. Uh, be right back. <laughs> Alrighty. Now that's over with. Um, I completely see where you're coming from, one step. And you're probably right that it is one of the reasons. You know, 
he probably has a blanket policy. But there has been charity support on Two Plus Two before. They they raised money through a Barry Greenstein Foundation to build a playground or whatever. Um, you know, they. Yeah, well, Barry, 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 Greenstein, Barry Greenstein is probably uh, you know he's probably known Mason for twenty odd years, twenty plus odd years. Uh, you know, they've done business together before. You know, I'm sure that sure Barry. You know, I'm sure he took upon himself to donate something. You know, for for Mason's uh, time and effort and whatnot. You know what I mean? It's, it's like a pre-existing relationship there. It's kind of different, you know, here. You know what I mean? Like, some some Joe Schmoll PMs you telling you that you wanted to put a threat on your site. You know what I mean? Some people in business don't 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 look at it the same way. You know what I mean? But no, not, I, I understand. And it's, it's his, you know, right to do whatever he wants. I'm not saying that he doesn't have to have that policy. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. Um... But it's his decision. Uh, I wasn't going to put a threat up. No, nobody who works for us is going to put a threat up. A user asked me if he could put a threat up. I decided to just go ahead and send him a PM in advance. And, it's, and you know, I've, I've interacted with Mason and David Clancy before, uh, but it doesn't mean that they remember me or that I'm relevant to them whatsoever. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even arguing with what you're saying. You're probably completely right. Uh, all we're doing is telling you the result of that conversation. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying if you know. Yeah. If I can just jump in for one second, I think that the the thing that makes it newsworthy is the fact that once again, two plus two is aired on the side of institutionalized misery, and that's their management style. Um, it's a very you know low variance way to keep that place chugging right along, but at the same time, yes. it's comical when it's applied yes. to situations like this. That's all. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it's such a slam dunk, obvious, like, sign off on this without hesitation type of deal. It's just hilarious that they've opted to go ahead and institutionalize, uh, you know, their philosophy of, of endorsing absolutely nothing ever, um, except unless it's, you know, a, a Have you, off did, you, Jason, did you try getting either uh, Tom Bourne or Tony Dunst on the show? I'm sorry, what was your question? Did you did you get uh, did you try to ever try to contact Tony Dunn, the the guy who hosts Rodeo on WPT, or yeah, I, reached out, I reached out to I reached out to Tony Dunn. Absolutely, uh, I'm a big fan of his. I know you're a huge fan of his. Uh, I yeah, reached out to him. Huge, huge is an awesome um, award. Yes, we actually have three producers that are working out on the show. On the show, they reached out to probably a couple of hundred people. Uh, Tom Dwan was one of them. Tony Dunn was one of them. Some of them couldn't make commitments for time issues or whatever. Some of them might not even necessarily monitor the that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's 50, 50, 50 hours, uh, uh, 50, out of a 50 hour time frame, you can't, you can't, uh, devote 15, 20 minutes. That's, you know, that's, that's bullshit. But whatever, yeah. Listen, I, I hear you. I'm devoting a full 50 hours to it, but I'm not going to be upset if somebody says no to us because we had plenty of people just tell us no, that they weren't interested in yeah. doing it. Uh, you know, Sully Erna just flat out said no. He wasn't interested in uh, taking some time to help us. Uh, but we have had a lot of people say, yeah, it's going to be something that we'd love to be a part of. And we've put together a phenomenal guest list. I mean, uh, Brandon already went through, but there's definitely some people on that list that uh, you would be a big fan of, one step, just, you know, knowing what kind of poker players you're drawn to. Um, <laughs> Dusty Leatherass Smith would be one of them. <laughs> um 
things like that. So, I mean, I reached out to Tony Dunstra. We reached out to everybody. Uh, we literally reached out to the maximum amount of people in poker, entertainment, uh, news, uh, ESPN. We reached out to a lot of people. And we got back a tremendous response from people that we all really wanted to have on. I really wanted to have Richard Roper on. I'm a huge fan of his. He's somebody who I set out to get on, and we did. So I'm happy about that. Tony G was a big guest for us to get. You know, I was really happy that he was on and you know, it's gonna happen. Um, you know, it, 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 after after uh, after the show happens, you know, and then after the word spreads afterwards, I'm sure the people that you know conveniently weren't a, weren't a, uh, available during that time, I'm sure they'll they'll have second thoughts and and think, you know, maybe maybe it should have been you know part of this, considering you know how many people you know were a part of it, you know, and, and how great that uh, you know that it that it turns out. But uh, yeah, absolutely, you know, and a lot of players. players a lot of poker players are, are have huge commitment issues. I've been doing a radio show for over a year now, and we always run into a problem where people will say, yeah, I'll do it, or they'll, they won't get back to you, simply because poker players are naturally lazy people and can't take on a certain level of responsibility. And I've had people on my show confirm that they're going to be on my show while I'm on the air for a time that already passed. So, I mean... Yeah. Hey guys. It's happened. I'm sure as we're doing it, people will come on. Uh, you know, I'm really thrilled with the guest list that we have, and I'm excited for it, but it's not even really about the guests. Uh, the whole thing is, you know, the, Brandon explained it a little bit earlier. The 22Q charity, it's, it's something that just makes life better for children who have a difficult go of it, and their families have a really difficult go of it. Me and Brandon sponsored Brandon and I. that they did in Brandon, Brandon and I. <laughs> sorry, I'm not as eloquent as Sonatine. But Brandon and I sponsored an event that they did in Florida. Um, we made a cash donation to. They put a little fifty one per thing in a program, and it wasn't something that we publicized or advertised. I just knew that a, a listener of our show had a daughter who had the the affliction, and uh, we I gave him some money on behalf of all of us, and. They approached us to see if we could help them with some with a charity drive, and collectively we came up with the idea to do this. And the main goal of the charity is simply to take children who have this affliction. Nobody knows about it. Somebody says, "Oh, this is for breast cancer. Oh, this is for Down syndrome. This is for that." That everybody knows exactly what it is. This is a charity that gets overlooked so much because nobody really knows about it, but it affects one of three thousand kids. And they approached us to do something to help them raise awareness, knowing that we had an outlet. And we decided to undertake this project. We've been working on it for about six weeks. We've got myself, Brandon, Kevin Wright, uh, Joe from the foundation, uh, Steve Ruddick, Steve-O from uh, PFA and PokerForums.org, uh, and Tim Shields um, is one of our producers. Uh, Bob Orr has been helping out. And, and we just collectively decided we were going to do whatever we can to raise the maximum amount of awareness and money for a charity that gets overlooked and really needs it, and that's where we're at. I've already privately donated uh, money to them. I've played poker on their behalf before and donated money to them, and we developed this concept just to try and help these guys out. And, you know, even if we can't raise a ton of money, if we can raise some awareness, if we can do any of those things, and I guess that we have are just an outlet to help raise awareness um, for the charity, and I think it's going to be a really good show. I think that it's asking a lot of me and Brandon to do this, but you know, obviously, if Brandon gets some ambient, he won't have a problem just breathing through fifty hours. 
uh, no big deal. But at the end of the day, I mean, we've put a lot of things in place to raise money. We have a charity poker tournament series that's going on at the same time. There's 15 events and three uh, ring games that are happening where you can buy in and instead of paying a rake, you pay a donation. And if you win, you get cash. And it's all very small buy-in. Five bucks, one buck, uh, yeah. 15 bucks. I'm just, re- I'm just reading the chat now. and You know, this is something I never thought of about approaching uh, Las Vegas local media about it. Has, yeah, anyone, I mean, has anyone talked about that? Yeah, we assigned that job to you like four weeks ago. Come on. Media? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so I, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We, I've actually sent some stuff. But we've, we approached some type of media, but at the end of the day, this is a, a job that multiple people have to be a part of. Uh, me, Brandon, and Kevin, right, have to have 50 hours of content. We have to have things to talk about. We have to do guest research. We have to account for the 20 hours of downtime that we're going to have with no guests. And then we have other people working on all that other stuff. We're still seeking sponsors. We have no, none of the money that comes in comes to us. It's all going directly to the charity. If, if somebody wants to sponsor the show, have their business name right on it. I don't care if you give them a buck. Give them a buck and ship me your business name, and I'll read it. I don't care. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're just trying to raise some money, man. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good thing for these kids. Most of their life is spent in getting in doctor's offices or their parents are so cash-strapped from various things that they never have the opportunity to just be kids, to go to Disneyland, to go you know, do these things. And one of the goals of this charity is just to make life better for kids. I, I'm a parent. I have a three-year-old daughter who, thank God, is, is healthy and fine. And I do all these things with her. I take her to the aquarium. We go to the zoo. We do all these things. And I take for granted the kids whose families just can't do this with them because they can't afford to at the end of the month when they get all their medical bills and all their other things. And I want to help those people out. Uh, I've lived the life of a degenerate for 20 years. And a lot of that time was spent selfish. And I didn't give back, you know, to anybody less fortunate to me. And this is one way for me to try and clear that from my ledger is to just make things better for children who need it. And that's just, that's that's the goal. And me, Brandon, and and Kevin, Brandon, and I, or whatever it is, we're uh, we're just working to help some people, man. We've... We're trying to do a good thing. That's pretty much it. Mm, well, well said. Well said. And just to let everybody know, I'm sorry. If I could, if I could say one thing. Um, and this is I, like this is like a inspired. this is a very different uh, one step. I, I I'm I'm I have to say I'm very yes. impressed. I I feel very inspired by this by this speech by Jacob. Um, uh, I'm sure you you re- you you realize that I don't know if you, you do or not, uh, but today marks the starting of the Paralympics uh, Olympic uh, Olympic two weeks of uh, Paralympics in London. Uh, and judging because of how successful my Olympic twin thread was uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I have now taken upon myself to make a Paralympics twin thread as well. So I will be chronicling the top ten uh, hottest twinks in Paralympics, uh, and you know I'm hoping it will be just as successful, if not more, than uh, the previous thread. So okay. uh, you know that's, that's what I'm that's 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 how I'm going to be contributing. So uh, I just want to be one step. Sorry, what was that? What? I believe it once, Jeff. I, I think he's got the power to make this happen. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. 
And again, guys, uh, we're going to go... Well, you guys conned me into going much longer, I guess, in the preparation. That, that, that was a ruse to have such a long radio show. I'm going to go to the top of the hour. Uh, 12 o'clock is going to be the cutoff time. I need to eat. My girlfriend is hungry as well. And I have to get some things done. So we have 50 more minutes. Uh, again, the phone lines are open. Uh, 702-745-LIMP. And again, everything that uh, Johnny has mentioned, you can find on uh, Vegas Poker Radio. It's all set up. And again, it starts. I know it's a little confusing, but for anyone on the East Coast... <laughs> Anyone on the East Coast, it's going to start. It's, it's, it's really not. It's really not that confusing. It starts at midnight Eastern on the third. That's, okay, that's or nine p.m. or nine p.m. Pacific on the second. On a yeah. on a lighter note, uh, on a lighter note, uh, I just read an article. Um, the Republican National Committee. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. That's in Florida right now, and a attendee allegedly threw nuts at a black CNN cameraman and said, "This is how we feed animals." So that's you know that's kind of funny there, uh, but continue. Okay, so thank you, one star. All right, I'll be. This is an update with one star. Um. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, uh, the number, the phones are open. Uh, and Jay, that thank you. I do. Th- I do actually believe now that this has got me in a form. Uh, this show has indeed been a good workout for me. Uh, I see that we still have quite a few people in the chat. Uh, oh, Lauren Kling's hairy ass is here. Shout out to you, my boy Stamos, Jay Stat Lloyd, hockey guy, all the uh, dedicated listeners. Um, so anyhow, if you guys want to call, talk about what we're doing, talk about something else. Uh, if anyone turned in late, Slim T actually called in for quite a bit, and I think we kind of put a lot of uh, what went on earlier this summer to rest. Uh, but uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about? We have 49 more minutes before I'm shutting down the uh, 10-year-old Hewlett Packer laptop. Uh, and Brandon, let me ask you a question. After like, how, how long does Ambien last? Like six, seven hours, something like that. Uh, for a normal person, yeah, I think me probably more along the lines of four hours. Can you re-up it at like the four-hour mark and? Like a five-hour energy shot? Yeah, those kind of things, though, were like, yeah, that would probably cause a heart attack if I did that throughout the <laughs> show. That probably, Then there'd be some charity drive for me to get me into a home or something. <laughs> so, no. It, yeah, no, that's not a thing. That's like a one-time thing, you know? That's like a one-time, like, you know... Uh, and the thing that's interesting about that is after, like, we get around 24 hours, taking it is probably not going to be advantageous to me because it may actually do its job, which is to put you to sleep. So ah, I see. Yeah, I've never taken that. I have no, I have no experience with it yeah. at all. Yep, yeah. I'm on it right now, and I'm feeling great, and I got all the. I mean, I'm ready to knock out if I could. If my girlfriend didn't want to go have dinner, I'm ready to knock out 12 hours right now of this podcast. You know, fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Just talking> hot. <laughs> what are we gonna talk about on Thursday then? Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Uh, anyhow, again, guys, someone call in. Let's get uh, Stamos. We haven't heard from you in a while about the uh, crazy taxi lady. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of names in here I'm not familiar with. Zero Burn, Top Top, uh, Man of War. Anyone want to call in? You got the legendary. You got two legends on here. You have One Step and Sonatine on radio. Uh, which has this been done before? Have yes, you? Ever- 
I'm on Black Talk Radio. Okay, you guys have been on radio before. Yeah. Okay. I, I did not know that. But, uh, anyhow, yeah, we are excited. Uh, you know, it's going to be cool to have someone like Ryan Dempster on. And, uh, I don't know. A couple what, of guests that aren't listed that we have that we locked up um, today. Uh, Padraig Parkinson, if anybody follows the Irish poker circuit. Yeah, I guess I'm yeah, not really yeah, I don't familiar with I mean, who, I mean really who would follow the Irish circuit who are you, who are you looking hold on one second we have another caller uh, caller you are on radio who are we speaking with oh this is Danzo again I had a question for Sonatine hello <laughs> hey what's up buddy how come you've been so bitter on the forums lately I'm sorry who is this Danzo on the chat Uh, Danzo, Sonatine. It's the username Danzo. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, what's your question, Carl? How come you've been so bitter on the forums lately? Political reasons. All right. No follow-up? Moving on. Sonatine, I have a question for you. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, was Danzo done with his question? What's going on? I can't hear you guys that well. I, I hear everybody fine. Yes. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Is Danzo still connected? I don't know if he was still asking Simon a question, but I kind of stepped on him a little bit there. Danzo! What's up? Yeah, I'm sorry, did Simon answer your question? I don't know if he did or not. I couldn't hear him. Okay, Sonatine, try it one more time. I heard the answer, but... Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, political reasons, man. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the world gets you down, baby. Yeah, makes sense to me. All right, that's fine, that's fine. All right, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. All right. Um, anyhow... Uh, I have a question. I have a question. Sure, go ahead. Uh, okay, so on this 50-hour deal, uh, are you going to be letting people call in and uh, ask questions directly, or how are we going to how is it going to handle? How are you going to handle that? Well, the phone lines will be open the entire 50 hours. If you want to call in one step, you're more than welcome to. Okay, so I, I can I can call in and and ask Ryan Dempster why he chose the Rangers over the Yankees. Uh, I would prefer that you. Uh, extend a certain level of respect to our guests, but if you want to call in there and Ryan Dempster and I don't mean, I didn't even know that. I mean I, I mean I follow baseball but not not anywhere near how much I did when I was younger. Did he have a, a choice in teams and he he chose the Rangers? I mean I know he was traded from Chicago, but did he have a say I, I don't know, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure I'm sure once one thing he found out that he was uh, interested in the Rangers and considering how uh, you know how they're in the, in the same league and you know they're probably going to face each other in the playoffs from one time or another. Uh, you know, I just think that you know he should have he should have chose the Yankees over the Rangers. But I'm but what I'm saying is, how, on what basis are you saying that he had the ability to? So that's a good ball. But I would I would hope you know I are you Ryan Dempster? No, so you know that's why I would ask him that and. Okay. And figure out. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's just like Johnny said. Anyone can call and talk to any of our guests as long as you know you're respectful. If you're gonna, if you know anyone. Yeah. 
Now, yeah, now just... asking, now asking, for example, a poker player if they see Tom Dorn thick, would that be considered respectful or no? Say it again. If I called, let's say Victor Ramden and asked Victor Ramden if he's seen Tom Dorn thick, would that be disrespectful? I mean, what or do you no? What do you think? Come on. Do I have to cut you off? You made it almost like 45 minutes on, on as a host here. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you have common sense. You have common no, sense. No, but I mean, you know, it's 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 a legitimate question. I, I, that's, that's something that I'm interested in finding out. I mean, well, if you really have to ask that question, maybe we shouldn't take your calls. No. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> That that would be. But 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 I got I got to give you credit. That time when Phil Hemmings was on the phone, you were you were snapped. You were you were sharp as a as a knife yes, right I, there. You yes, know? I was. I, I was I was two seconds away from 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 pulling the the most epic uh, Tom Dwan question off. But uh, you know you were you were good that time. I got to give you that. Yeah, that was pretty fast there. That was pretty fast. By the way, uh, I haven't been watching much of the news since we've all been uh, on radio for a while. Anybody know what's going on in uh, New Orleans, in the Gulf, with this hurricane? It's a lot of black people. That's, <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, it sounds about right. It sounds about right. All right, any else, anyone else <laughs> want to uh, call in? The numbers are open. I'm going to do this 30, uh, 42 more minutes, so let's make it enjoyable. Um and again, I guess lastly, we'll just say anyone that wants to uh, know the tournament schedules or anything else about what we're going to be doing uh, for the Iron Man podcast for 22Q, just go to the website and check it out, and you guys uh, will see all the information there. So looking forward to that, looking forward to all you guys uh, listening. I'm going to make it, we are all going to make it a, a great show, just a lot of great content. I'm kind of looking at it, I think I said this before, like kind of like, Jerry Lewis used to have his telephone where, you know, they'd have from time to time, you know, segments about, you know, uh, Jesus, I should know this. Well, what, was it, was it, was it muscular dystrophy? Was that what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. Dystrophy. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they talk about muscular dystrophy and have people on from the various organizations, but then at the same time, I have tons of entertainment and quality programming that, you know, people enjoyed. And that's basically kind of the same way we're going to run this, uh, you know, and the interviews are going to be interesting. You're not just going to be, so, Shannon Shore, you did good at poker, and now you have money. It, it's going to, they're going to be lighthearted. It, it, it's going to be fun. It's, you know, it, it, and also you have to consider the fact that a lot of these are going to be after 25, 30 hours of us being awake with no sleep. So, I mean, who knows? I already told you I'm going to get into a fight with Richard Roper. Or not a fight. I already told you I'm going to get into a, uh, a discussion. I'm going to go and look through all of Richard Roper's thumbs up and thumbs down movies. And, and not just to, you know pick a fight, but just, you know, get, you know, kind of debate him on why, uh, ask him, yes. Yeah. Ask him what he thought about Magic Mike. About, about who? The, the movie Magic Mike. I've never even seen it. Is it a, is it a black movie? One step? Uh, no, no, uh, it's something that, you know, I, I would read it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie all about dicks. That's why I want you to ask about it. Well, he is yeah. a movie critic. I mean, that's his job to 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 you know yeah. critique stuff, right? So I'll, I'll be sure to ask him about Magic Mike for you once. That I'm adding yeah. it to my list right now. Uh, I'm sure you are. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I don't know. We have 40 minutes. Is there any subjects you guys want to cover? Anyone in the chat? I notice we still have quite a uh, 
large amount of people listening. If you guys want us to talk about something else, uh, post your ideas in the chat. We got uh, 39 more minutes until I'm pulling the plug. So uh, anything uh, anyone wants to talk so, about? Dean, I, I have a question for you, really quick, kind of off topic. Is plus 640 a good price for Vitor Belfort? Team. He's doing laundry and stuff, but he'll, he'll check it yeah. Oh, he's back. I'm, I'm legitimately going to say yes. I'm going to say that Vitor Belfort at 640 has equity. Because he's got a fast John Jones, yeah? John Jones starts out slow, and I'm sorry, but like, if Machida can put pause on him in the first round, then I think that Bel- uh, Belfort can't. Uh, and uh, I think that he can do so with a lot more impact. Now, in all fairness, I thought the same fucking thing when he was facing uh, Anderson Silva. That didn't go so well. But in 640, I think you can afford to fuck around. All right, good. We already established that, and it's been already established, and John Jones will win against any striker. It, it's just, it, it's going to happen. It, it, no matter what, he'll win against the striker. The only chance he has of losing is they, to put him against a, a real, legit, like, wrestling guy. No matter who they put him yeah. against, uh, if, if he's a striker, he's going to lose. So plus 800 is still not a good price to take, uh, you know, Vitor uh, Belfort. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sold on that. And the only reason I'm not sold on that is because, like I said, I don't think John Jones performs well in the first three minutes. He seems real slow. He likes to feel out. He likes to do that whole bullshit shuffling around the ground. You know, you know who else does that? Anderson Silva. But Anderson Silva is a consummate striker. John Jones has holes in his game. He's got the reach of a, of a fucking condor, and that gets him a lot of a lot of wins. But I don't think you can compare his skill set with Anderson Silva's uh, skill set. I don't think there's... I think Anderson Silva is a legit striker. I think John Jones hits people because they don't believe that he can reach them, and he can. I think there's a huge difference there. Um, but again, do I think uh, Vitor Belfort is going to win? No, of course not. Do I think that Belfort at 640 um, has... Hmm. Well, I, I appreciate the tip. I was looking for plus 700 or better before I bet, but the best I can find is plus 640. So I think I'm going to fire. Do you know any... Do you know any other sites on the card? I'm sorry. Well, let's, let's, I should be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look to see if there are any twinks fighting on, on that card as well. Somebody needs to start up like twinkmmapoker.com. Is there, is there like, is, is Rory McDonald fighting or uh, Matthew Riddle or uh, Stefan Struve? Um, I think Struve, Struve is fighting, I think. You've got Brian Stan. I don't know if he's your type or not. Nah, nah. No, he's like 35. Oh, no. What's wrong with you? Hmm. I don't know, dude. You, you, you can look at the fight card <laughs> and determine uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm so, I, I laugh every time I hear... Uh, uh, I, I see Matt Hamill fight. I know it's bad, and I know I shouldn't be laughing. But every time, every time he talks on the mic, I just, I just burst into laughter, and I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but it just, I just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I'm going to go to hell for doing that, but you know. 
Yeah. All right. So, Brandon, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, just uh, sitting here. I'm in my Ambien uh, peak mode right now. Um, what, what does that feel like, if you could describe it? Just very, very relaxed. Uh, it's like very, very good pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good comparison. And I'm wide awake. Like I'm, I'm very energetic. Now. <laughs> I'm very energetic, and for some reason, uh, I don't feel as congested. So I think it also may be applicable for cold medicine now. I just discovered. So. Oh uh, yeah, sure. It's over the counter cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm gonna just kind of be laying back and. You know, getting ready for this, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to prepare, like, just my body for, you know, such a long, long, long uh, amount of time I'm going to be awake. Uh, so, the and next couple, yeah, the next couple, huh? Is Steve the bodyguard on call for yeah. the full 50 hours? Yeah, he, he will be on call. Uh, my girlfriend will be helping me, and I have another, I have three people that, three assistants that will be on call. So, you have, a, you have a team of people. <laughs> yeah, I have three people. <laughs> Working on this for you. I'm doing it solo, just me and the delivery guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't have a dedicated team. I'm gonna have fresh meals brought to me, fresh drinks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a whole. Uh, I may even go get one of those massage people to come in, um, and get a massage. Oh, I, have a, I have a question. I have a question. Uh, okay, uh, can you or will you? Uh, are you willing to comment about uh, Jeff's thread? Um, Wait, who is this? Who is this question directed oh? at? Who is this question directed Dude, at? Brandon, okay. Brandon, 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 Brandon. Um, the thread that Jeff wrote about uh, that hit and run. Uh, do you have anything to add about that uh, situation? Or wait, I don't. I, I don't. Chances are, I don't even know the thread that you're speaking of. But but no. But, so you, you should, okay. Uh, what is this thread Jeff about? Wrote, Jeff wrote like a 500 word thread about. Um, he, uh, a friend of his who he named... Who uh, was, uh, oh, are you talking about the friend that, uh, with the marijuana friend yeah. thing? Yeah, the, the Oh, yeah, I read it. I, okay, I, I just, I'm sorry, one step. I'm, um, yeah, in a zone here. Yes, I, 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 I read it. Okay, do, do you have anything to add, or was you privy of that, uh, information um, at the time that it happened? Or, you know, do you know what kind of strains this individual friend had, or... You know, just just more information about. I mean, yeah, okay. Well, you know what? Obviously, obviously, one step. And you, you know, you you should work for TMZ. I think that's really your calling, because somehow you're able to like ask a question. You know, the other person doesn't want to answer, but you like kind of reference it in such a way that like I almost feel bad if I don't answer. You know, you're like a real uh, a real shyster there. Um, obviously, you know that uh, I don't. I've taken the path that I'm not uh, talking about anything that went on on any other sites with any other people. I'm not trashing anybody. Uh, yeah, but this happened on this site. That's yeah, why. Well, I, yeah, right. I realize. There wasn't a. I, okay, the only comment you're going to get out of me is that okay. I knew I knew of this. I knew I knew I knew of the situation at the time. Uh, of, the, of I knew of when it was going on. I knew of the situation in terms of the the friend that Druff was referring to. And in real time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I was called in real time uh, before Druff was... Prior to... Oh, uh, yes, yes. To I help out, but I, but I was 
in a location that would have taken me a great distance of time to get to where uh, this friend was. And uh, the only other thing that I'll offer is uh, hearing Druff's account and knowing the actual account from uh, the friend, everything he wrote on there was truthful um, and did, did occur, and, and that's really it. I don't, I mean, there's nothing really else well, to I, say. That's, that's, you know, that's very surprising. You know, I, I figured, uh, I figured he'd call, you know, he or she or whatever. Uh, yeah. Context it was, yeah, it, was, it could have been uh, a woman. Yeah. Um, although this person often acts like a she sometimes, but um, <laughs> I figured he would call uh, uh, you first than him, even though um, I would think uh, Giraffe would be the person uh, least likely to, you know, to, to, to go through with that, which was surprising that he actually did go through with that. But yeah. But yeah, anyhow, anyhow uh, everything that was written is the exact story that I heard from all parties, and I was privy to it because I was contacted and whatever. It's not that big a deal. It's, it's what is it, three years ago? Actually, three and a half years ago, but uh, anyhow. Uh... We have 30 more minutes, guys. If anyone wants to call in, uh, give them the number, Johnny. 702-475-LIMP? Uh, 475-LIMP. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the actual number. Yeah. And I'm actually uh, shutting this down in 30 minutes. And on Thursday, we will be back on uh, Filthy Limper. And then the next time anyone will hear from me will be uh, Sunday, Vegas time at uh, 9.30. Or, I'm sorry, 9 o'clock. PM on the West Coast and uh, midnight on the East Coast, and that's when we will begin. So, uh, again, uh, got 29 minutes left, and I'm pulling the plug. You know, there's a really good sandwich shop. I, you know, I, I, that I, I love places, and you know, I know I've talked about this before. One of the things that I love about Las Vegas for me is the is food. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like people said, you love the city because the clubs are open all night, or you know, you know, bars. For me, it's like you can get good food at all hours of the night. The same, the same reason why I like New York. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we are getting a call, which is which is great. Uh, let's see what we got here. Caller from the uh, area code that begins with a five. You're on the air. Hello. Uh, B. I, I mean, I just have to say it's Beebs. Yes, of course. Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying because it's not like we have, you know, females blowing up spots here, you know, all, all, you know, every show. Beebs, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. 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 What's, what's going on with you? Um, I'm, I'm surviving. Classes are starting up soon, you know, just doing my thing. Right on. You know, you're, you know who is on the line right now. You have a you bunch have of Jasper, legends. Up and Sonatine, right? Yep. A bunch of actual legends here. With you. So tell us, what's what's new? I mean, what's been going on? Anything exciting in uh, college, uh, the sex toy world? Uh, well, it's summer, so the dildos b- barely sell. Um, dildos aren't in season right now? <laughs> what? What are they, like blue? Dildos aren't in season right now? <laughs> well, because it's a college town, so all the college students are out of town, and they're all really poor. So unless the college students come back, there's no sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because my main business is with all the college students. 
if they're in the dorms, then it's, like, nothing, because they're not going to use a toy in the dorms. <laughs> right. I guess that... Wait, hold on. They're not going to... targeting the wrong demographic. Yeah, hold on. Time out. Wait. They're not going <laughs> to... Wait, I'm confused. They're not gonna. They're not gonna use the toys in the dorms. They okay. The girls in the dorms rarely buy toys because they're always with a roommate, or they're they're just starting out a relationship. And usually, girls my age don't even want to like do any weird sex, aka using toys. So. <laughs> really. Yeah. Oh, I got a question. I, see, I know nothing about this whole industry of okay, young girls, and I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I guess that makes sense because I remember when I was in college, I don't think I ever, I mean, I saw some toys, but I, I guess it wasn't really like prevalent that like every eighteen or nineteen year old girl had a collection of dildos right. and and, and, you and know. girls my age are like just starting out having sex. Like I had a girl ask me in like ordering room, mm -hmm. like. Where's the clitoris? Like, she had no Aww. idea. Let me ask you something, and I know sometimes I take heat, uh, you know, for the way I talk, but it's really just, like, language. It's not really meant to hurt anyone. Are most of these girls, like, monsters? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, like, are they, like, attractive, pretty, like, you know, cute girls? Yeah. And they don't know, like, and how old, like, they don't know where their, their, their clitoris is? They're, okay, one girl, the girl who asked me, she was average. I mean, she was bigger, but, I mean, is that Well, now, is that maybe why she couldn't find it? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, these are rural women. Muck Feinkan wants to know, has the drought in the Midwest affected the price of dildos? No. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Huh. Wow. Is is the sex toy industry a economy based? Like you know, like they what is, what is this saying? I, I know Sonatine knows this. There's like three things that are uh, that that are always uh, what's the way to word this? There are three things that are never affected by a depression. One is them, one of them I know is the mob, and then there's like two other three two other things. Have you ever heard this yeah, expression? Uh, yeah, the movie theaters and. Um Alcohol, I believe. Okay, yeah. okay. So apparently, I guess to dildos and sex toys are in fact uh, affected by the mob, or <laughs> not affected by the mob, affected by the economy. <laughs> that's a signature right there. Yes, that's, that's a signature right there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say they are because if somebody wants to buy a toy, like they'll dig up the money to buy it. Like they will look for the money to get it. If like, let's say they go to a party and they're like, yeah, I only have such and such money, 20 bucks or something. And then they see something they really want. They're like, oh, well, I do have this money saved up here. Let me, you know, transfer it over and they'll go get it. So in a way, it might be affected by the economy, but it's more affected by season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these, I have a question. Well, um... Do 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 twinks ever uh, come and, and purchase your products? Um, my old neighbor did. Um, but he wasn't really a oh. twink; he was just gay. How how old? Uh, like like, what if like a guy like for example someone in college right would look like Sonatine came up to you and said you wanted to buy uh, you wanted to purchase a dildo? 
uh, would that be uncomfortable for you, or or you'd be like, no, no here, here, whatever? No, I probably just hand them my catalog. <laughs> uh, I see. It's good. But but uh, so in terms of like female male ratio uh, in school uh, in your sales, what would you say uh, the ratio is? Um, I have to say like. Hi, this is Tom. Leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tried. I tried. <laughs> For one step, I tried calling uh, yeah. Tom Dwan for him. He doesn't ever answer yeah. his phone. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, it's so the ratio, ratio wise, uh, like percentage, like ninety percent, ten percent. What? I'd say like fifty to one. In a, really? In wow. Yeah. Um. I know a lot of other consultants who deal with like thirty, forty year olds, and it's probably more like 70%, 30%. Um, a lot of times the, like, Valentine's Day sales go way up. Um, sometimes, like, Christmas sometimes does, but rarely. Um, because, you know, when, when I wake up and to look under the tree, the first thing I'm looking, hoping to find is uh, English black <laughs> Well, I imagine it's something that, that they would give, like, the, the like, Christmas night instead of like Christmas morning, like a stocking stuffer. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Room shot. Uh, hold on, we're gonna make a phone call here. Six, four, can you, oh, can you call the shark? Call the who? The shark. I'm I'm not getting that. I don't know who are you asking to call. Uh, the the, the colored. <laughs> what do you mean? Who? Uh, the Ice Man. Oh, the Ice Man. No, I'm not. I'm not Sorry. doing. I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to do an Ice Man call tonight. We're okay. winding down. We got 21 well, minutes left. Yeah. And uh, September 29th is the, is the UFC that I was talking about. Is uh, is John Hathaway, uh, who is super twink, and then uh, it's Stephen Stroop as well. So for all well, you listeners out there. I'm sorry, say that again? I just said you can't see Queen on Trent Lyons on the 29th. Hmm. Yeah. Salatin, you, uh, you definitely know a lot about uh, fighting, huh? You know, I used to, and it's just like these days, I, I haven't had a profitable string of bets in a long time, so I kind of stopped. Um, but, uh, you know, back in like 2000 to 2005, I was paying my rent in New York City, uh, sports betting on pride events and that kind of shit and some UFC, UFC. Right, that's what I was going to ask. You seem knowledgeable enough that you could, you know, definitely sound like you'd be EV, uh, you know, betting on it, making some extra I've, change. I've, uh, I've private messaged Sonatine in the past to get advice on That's, you, I know this shit, man. Um, you know, it's just, I... Hi, Carl. Maybe it's a cold street. Hello? Shit in it. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hi, is this the Las Vegas uh, adult megastore? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, can you hold on? I'm calling. Hold on, I have one more person. 
702 hold on one second yeah the reason why I'm calling is one of our uh, one of our dedicated listeners she lives somewhere up in the north uh, west part of the United States she's uh, a college student and she's a struggling um, dildo saleswoman I guess you call it and uh, Beebs you there yeah yeah and uh, I, we're, we're trying to help her you know because again this is for, for her schooling uh you know, to maybe come up with ideas to, to better market and sell a product. I guess what she's expressed to us, and I don't know if we're seeing any of this effect in Las Vegas, is that the economy has greatly affected uh, the dildo and sex toy market just in general. Uh, I mean, would you agree with that uh, assessment? Not in Vegas. Well, yeah, actually, you know, that's probably true. Vegas is a city that none of that would. Well, anyhow, for someone young, okay, again, I mean like of legal age, that uh, is trying to do something like this uh, in uh, the Northwest. And how, Beeps, how old are you again? 20. 20. Is there any kind of advice? I mean, I know, you know this is a Las Vegas adult mega store. When you, when, you know, huge chain. Everyone comes there. I've been there. I love, you know, the lingerie. And I've even played in the arcade you got there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is there any advice you could just give to a young, struggling 19-year-old dildo sales girl? That's... Trying to make some extra money for school? Um, that is kind of difficult. I would definitely look into, like, more toys that online, especially, that people are more into, like what lines are celebrities starting to sell more, what lines people are really, really interested, like Hitachi wands and Lilo, things like that, things that people are starting to catch their attention to. Also, some of the smaller business venues, too, like even they're trying to come out with new and different things. That's kind of hard. I mean, a lot of people from the Southwest come out here and get their toys because there's no big variety there, I guess, compared to here. Like, there are a lot of people, even from, like, Utah come down here and stuff like that, mainly because they say there's not a big variety. So I would definitely, like, either try to visit other stores and other places and see what they sell Mm -hmm. that gets their stores a little more, or... Well, let me ask you, is there, like, a certain hot product we could purchase like in Las Vegas, that probably hasn't made its way up to the uh, Northwest yet? Like, what's the hippest, hoppest, coolest thing now in, in, you know, sex toys? In Vegas right now, for the hottest thing that people are doing is they're reading the book Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. A lot of people are reading that book, and that book is getting a lot more people interested in trying new things that pertain to sex, to- sex toys and bondage and, you know, it's funny that you mention that, because my girlfriend has read two of the books, and we were, have you, have you read them? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, you know, I, I know a little bit about this Anastasia girl, but my girlfriend ha- has re- read two of the books, and we were at the, the Cosmo here in Vegas, uh, it was very late at night, and we'd both been drinking, and all of a sudden, uh, we were riding up to our room, and it was like on the, the 18th floor, it was very high up, and she just asked me to throw her against the wall and start kissing her, and I had no idea what that was even about, but apparently that was something that... Uh, was done to Anastasia in in one of the, uh, in the book. Yeah, a lot of yes. things that pe- a lot of times it's more the women that are reading the book, and that's what it should say. That the women should read the book, the men shouldn't. You should have her finish the book and just enjoy what she's going to want you to do as she keeps reading it. Like I've hmm. noticed that once the women have read all three books, they're a lot more open to trying new things, and because if their husbands love them, which most do, they're willing to try it, and then they end up enjoying all the things out of it. Like that's another good thing to definitely push a product is to find. Hmm. a book or even DVDs or something like in, instructionals that tell you about things because then it gets people more open into trying. A lot of times wow. in most places, people are afraid to go into a store and try things. 
Well, Beebs, do you have any yes. Beebs, do you have any questions for her? She really obviously sounds like she knows what she's talking about. Um, we have a whole line of um, Fifty Shades of Grey collection. Okay. Like I, I don't really have any questions. So. Okay. All right. Well, I have, I have, I have a question. Um, uh, what happens if my girlfriend goes to to work the next day with bruises all over, and then uh, I get to spend twenty four hours in in jail? That doesn't benefit me in in the least. So how do I avoid something like that? Well, one, if it's consensual and she's agreeing to it, you're not going to go to jail. The only reason to go to jail is if she actually pressed charges. Nobody can sit there and say, "Oh, she's in beat," and then they're going to put you in jail someone she has to actually consently say he beat me for her to put you in jail but if she tells you hit me i love this bruising or oh my god that pain feels nice that's consensual and there's nothing wrong with that like that like i get what you're saying and some people are stating that against the book like people are i hear burning the book because of certain things in there but if it's consensual there is nothing wrong with that no. you really how long have you been in the industry but, but, that, but you, the domestic, you, the domestic, the domestic violence is so prevalent and it's so it's so, it's so serious and, and yeah, it's, I agree. Never, it never, is. it's serious to an extent yeah. of somebody explaining it yeah. now if she's telling you to do it that's just S&M, and that's bondage. And there are DVDs, there are books, there are movies, there are so many things that people are actually getting abused, and it's legal because it's consensual. She can't, you can't actually just go to jail because your wife goes to work one day with a bruise. Right. I, I, yeah, I agree. Let me ask you. you, seem, the, you seem, what's you, the end of consensual, though? Like where there has to be like a borderline, right? There is a borderline. She should tell you, I want you to do this, or this hurts too much. She would. But at the same time, if you're afraid of doing that, then just let her know, I'm not comfortable with this. Or, if she's into it, bruise her in places that she can cover. Well, ma'am, I have to, I have to ask you, uh, <laughs> for, first off, you, I mean, you're amazingly knowledgeable in this field. H how long have you been in this uh, industry for? Oh, um, I would say for the last, like, five, six years. Oh, wow. And if you don't mind me asking, what, what is your name? My name is Jade. J Jade. Oh, you weren't. A, you, were you a stripper before or no? No. Okay. No. I, well, I'm not. And yeah, I'm just okay. You can. Jade, yeah, what's the? Jade, what's the? How far has it ever gotten for you? Like, uh, what's your borderline? What's your Mount Everest? My borderline, I would have to say, I've never been into the punching or anything like that. Just because, like you said, domestic violence is a serious thing. I'm not into that because I've seen my friends as well as myself when I was younger be abused. So that is not something I can get into. But am I open to on occasion getting bit? Am I open to on occasion getting slammed against the wall? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's it's a turn on. It just depends on the person. Like yeah. Does anyone... Yeah. There was a poker player living in Vegas that had a website, a blog. I can't remember mm -hmm. what it is now, but uh, he talked about how girls like to be raped. Do you think that's uh, true? Now, that I can't say because that's only coming from his point of view, and I remember hearing about that. Mm. I can't say nothing on that because I don't ever remember a woman stepping forward and actually saying it. They like they like being controlled is what basically what he okay. was trying to Okay, well, that, yeah, I mean, some women do, because it gives them that sense of you're being a strong man, you're being the leader, and it's just, it's something all women look for. It goes back into, like, old times, how a man should approach the woman and court her, a man should bring the flowers, a man should come to the door, meet the girl, meet his, meet the family, take her out, bring her back home a certain time. Now, it's a little more modern now, so things are more sexual, but it's still in the sense of we want a man 
he could be in control. We might not. You want man? Don't you think? Don't you think? Don't you think that's kind of sending back women who are like, like 50, 50, 60 years by, by having this type of attitude? No, not at all. Because it just, like I said, it depends on the person. You can never sit there and sit there and tell me that because I want my man to have control in certain things, in certain aspects in the bedroom, that I'm stepping back into the 50s because I still go out and have my own job. I still take care of myself. I'm still independent. I have a man. But at the same time, we're behind closed doors with me and just him. Yes, I like him to pick me up and do things. Yes, mm. I want him to have the control. Jade, but that's just... Jade, now that... Have, have you ever had it... Jade, have you ever had it that... where a guy just flips those legs open and just spits right in your asshole? Hey. <laughs> Okay, Jane. No, because I can't. I try the anal thing and it does not work for me. But has he ever flipped me on the bed, slammed my legs open, and did something with my vagina? Yes. Jane, let me tell you. Uh, right now, you're on an actual uh, radio show in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, but well, we also have a chat that goes on, and, and everyone just loves. Uh, you, you, this is a great segment. Um, so I wanted to let you know you're on a a radio show called Into the Night with Drexel, which I. Uh, Take Ambien and my friends call in. We just kind of do a radio show. It's on iTunes and whatnot. But uh, and I, I am in Vegas. I am based in Vegas, and I've actually been to your store and I've played in your arcade and I've I've tinkered in there. Um, but uh, very very impressive. Uh, I, I, as I said, you really uh, you really know yourself. If if you wouldn't mind, uh, just for our listeners out there, give, could you give us a, a brief description of what you look like? Just like height, weight, eyes, hair, you know that kind of stuff. Just because people like visualization. I'm tall, dark, and sexy. No. On a serious note, I am tall. Like on the average, I say I'm like 5'7". Brown eyes, brown skin, brown hair. I think I look pretty good. I work out. Hmm. Okay. And how old are you? I have a question, Jade. Yes. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, Are you familiar with uh, Tom Dwan? Hmm? No. Are you familiar with the poker player Tom Dwan? Not really. I think I've heard okay. before, but not really. Okay, no problem. Yeah, he's that's hey, his. Hey, what's the wildest like sex, like gangbang sort of situation you've been in, and how many cum swaps were there? Who is first? Of, who is? Oh, Jay, don't even answer it. Who? I'm just curious. Cause I just added this caller. Who are you, by the way? Who's asking that? I'm not. I'm not dispelling your question at all. But I just want to know who is. Who is the? Uh, who do we have on the line here? Oh, okay. That makes sense then. That, that's par for the course. Okay. Now, go ahead again now. I, may, I guess repeat your question. And by the way, guys, we have nine minutes until I am uh, until the show will be ending tonight. Just to let everybody know. We have nine minutes exactly midnight we're ending. Um, but uh, Jade, Lou Father had a question. I, I'm sure you heard it. You might have been shocked by the graphic nature of it. But uh, I guess, no, okay, Lou, really. Lou, go ahead and, and, and ask for the laws one more time. Repeat the question. I was just wondering what was, like, the wildest, like, sex act slash gangbang she was involved in, how many cum swaps uh, were involved. Legit. Legit. Wow, let me think about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, I really <laughs> have to know. Hmm. Not a shock of a question, but, man, I haven't been a while. <laughs> wow. Um... I would have to say a few years back, me and my best friend, it was her birthday, and... Oh, all men start touching. Hold on, hold on, Jade, Jade, hold on. Jade, Jade, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. All men on the line start touching yourselves. Okay, continue, Jade. <laughs> continue, Jade. 
anyway, so we decided to have a, you know, big kind of bash for her birthday. She was turning 21, so it was like, we're going to do it big. Now, at the time, me and her both were just single, so we decided to invite all, of course, a good amount of male friends. And because we do have listeners, and that does kind of freak me out, so I don't want to just tell my own business out there. I'm going to give, like, slight details. But I will say it was a good amount, about nine people there. <laughs> and... Let's just say our truth or dare became more of a dare and then more of a seduction and then more of a very group effort. Wow. Wow. You said you have a lot of other things. <laughs> you said you said you have your your brown skin. No, uh is your is your boyfriend uh, uh brown or black as well or or white? He's next. I'm sorry, next? Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, hi, Jay. Johnny Seth from VegasPokerRio.com. Um, hi. They had, asked you, they had asked you about some cum swaps, and you didn't really address that. I'm just curious. Uh, was yeah. there a cum swap? Yeah, I know. I didn't. Just, um, just, you know, you can say whatever <laughs> you want. No big deal. <laughs> Do I really want to say that out loud? Oh, wow. I mean, obviously you've done tons of cum swaps if you're not going to say no right away, so... No, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, and I'm not going <coughs> to say... Excuse me. A lot, a lot. I'm just going to say, like, a good handful. God. Handful of cum swaps. Okay. Notice. Thank you. Hey, is a good, would, a good sample, would a good sample be, like, something like... If we set the line at 20, what would be under or over? <laughs> I'd say under 20. Just my blind read of Jade is under 20. Really? More, yeah. More than five, right? <laughs> more than well, five. I also realize I'm the only one here that actually could drive and knows where Jade works and, and, and see her, which Jade... Uh, Jade, by the way, if you'd like when we're done here, which we're winding up uh, our show, I would be more than happy to pro promote the name of your store and address if you don't want me to. After this interview, that I would won't. That would be awesome. Okay, the I just did it. Yeah. Always nice. Okay, well, yeah, okay. You might get a crazy or two in there. Let's that's get terrible. back to the over-under. Okay, I'm sorry, Lou. I'm sorry, Lou. Uh, Lou uh, has set the over-under right? at 20. I'm going to go. Over, over or under 20? Okay, well, hold on. I just, for the record, I am saying it's going to be over. under. It's over? Wrong, slightly over. Damn. Over, over, over 20 comes uh, off. Jesus. And you were never a stripper? No, I, I I'm not. jealous. Wait, I'm legit jealous. Were you ever in? Were you ever in uh, porn at all, by any chance? Nope. Wow, just like. Do you have a website? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Forty-five. Forty-five. No, no way. Disney. Under, under no. forty-five. No, Vegas gets swapped in Vegas. It's not that high. Yeah. Wow. She's going under. She's going under forty-five. But it's still respectable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You must have gigantic hands of 25 cum swaps as a handful. <laughs> Jesus. That's a baker's dozen. a lot about women tonight. <laughs> Who said that's a baker's dozen? Jade, are you a manager? Are you just an employee at the store I've not mentioned yet? What is your uh, official role? Just an employee. Okay. Just an employee that likes to make sure every customer that comes in gets exactly what they want and they're educated on what they have. Has anyone by the name of has anyone by the name of Mason Malmuth uh, ever stepped into your store or No, I don't think uh 
Yeah. Uh, here's the question I want to be It's how many cum swaps are you willing to make to be successful in this industry? <laughs> I will not admit that. Are you going to dig deep and, and get real? Because this is get real time. It's go time. I, I, have new, time. I have one more new over-under, and it's STDs. We're going to go three. We're setting the line at three. Oh, my God. Okay. Come on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we go... I'm going to go under. I think Jade's very clean. She works in a store. They have, like, the stuff that you spray and whatever. I don't know, to sanitize the... the I have never in my lifetime... Yeah, I would have bet that. ...ever had any STDs. Uh, are you saying that herpes... Wait, Jade, are you saying that herpes is not an STD? No, I'm not saying herpes is not an STD. I believe herpes is an STD, but I've never had that either. I'm going to go over. But Okay. No, I, b- I believe her. I mean, she's been she's been forthright about the over twenty for the for the cum swapping. Why would she? You know, maybe that's she had a little. True. That's absolutely true. You know what true. you didn't I'm question sorry, that? You did ask me that question, but you never said exactly how many people. Well, how many people exactly? You have a count. You have See, like an official. Exactly. There's the difference. Now I could have that many cum swaps, but not that many people. If I'm messing with the same person and it's only with the same person, then I'm technically not really worried about. Catching something because we get checked. I never oh, would have ever risked my life <laughs> that much. I need to know. Okay, how, how many exact? Um, hey, Jay, how many exact cum swabs are we talking here? Exact. We got two minutes. Two minutes. Less than twenty-five over twenty. Wow. And how many different uh, specimens of cum have been swapped? Seventeen. Like different people. How- how many yeah, mixtures yeah. are we talking here? Oh, is there like 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 three dude mixtures? Like, what are we looking at? Exactly. No, I think the most I've ever at one time was three. So you right. had three different right. loads of cum in your mouth and right. swapped it up. I'm jealous. Yeah. Pretty much. And most of them because we've already done things before, and like I said, we get tested regularly. Nice. I mean, it sounds like, kind of fun. I'm not going to risk my life on things like that. That's a bit drastic. Well, no, clearly that would be ridiculous. Guys, listen, unfortunately, we've run out of time. It is midnight. Wow. And uh, But, Jade, I have to tell you, uh, I'm actually going to give you a uh, a shout-out now to your business and if anything else you want to promote. And again, you're sure that's, that's okay, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody in uh, Las Vegas, or if you come to Vegas and you want uh, the best uh, in adult toys, DVDs, lingerie, arcade costumes, and, of course, a smoke shop, come to the Las Vegas Adult Megastore located on 4440 East Cheyenne Avenue. And uh, ask for Jade. And... uh, what? Uh, yeah, just ask for Jade, and and then you know definitely uh, come back with a trip report. Uh, I mean, I may come back with a trip report, but uh, Jade, <laughs> I think uh, you are going to be. You know, we we have these radio shows from time to time on here, and I think you are going to be now our official. Uh, sorry, Beebs, no offense. You're just like an apprentice. Our official. Uh, I don't know, Lou. What's a good title to give uh, Jade here? I think like come swapping expert is too harsh. <laughs> Lou. Okay. Anyone? Anyone? Okay. Well, you'll just be Jade. I'm going to write down this number, and we will be calling. What, what are the hours that you normally work? So we will know when to get a hold of you. Um, it switches up, but it's always mainly 4 to 12 or 8 to 4. 
4 to 12 or 8 to 4. Perfect, perfect. And Beebs, our uh, apprentice uh, sex toys salesman, are you still with us, honey? Yeah. Uh, okay, before we wind up the show and let go, uh, let Jade go, is there anything you want to comment or ask or, I don't know. I'm good. You're good? Okay. <laughs> Beebs, you're going to get there. I think, you know what I think it is? Uh, Beebs is, is an amazing girl, but I think she just lacks this, this the sex toy uh, uh, confidence. You know what I'm saying? My my is job is to talk to women, not on radio. Well, you know I what, babe, this is the thing. That first cum swap is the hardest. After that one, you'll be, you know, you just got to go over the hill with the first one. And, and oh, my God. It's all downhill from there. Jeez. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's Beeps, right? Yes, yeah, Beeps. Yeah. Hi, okay. I believe it's just mainly the area, but the more that you work at it and the more that you promote your own business and make sure people realize what you're talking about, like you know your product in and out, you'll get more customers. I mean, even now at our store, we've been here for years. We still have people that come in here that are just as shy, just as timid, just as afraid, don't want to talk to you, especially males in here because they feel like a little intimidated by the women. But the more you promote it and the more people talk about it, the better you'll be. It just takes time. Nobody well, I'm sure you've heard of my business. It's Pure Romance. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I actually heard of it. Yeah, it's all geared towards women. Like, my job is to talk to women. Like, we don't really talk to men about it. Ah. You know what I mean? See, that's not bad, because the more we get more women and then we do men now, on the, we do... I'll say on occasion we get men, but most of the time it is for the women. It's just, I feel like... On, on occasion, on occasion I do men, too. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like I'm in the area sometimes. I mean, I'm in Vegas, so it's Sin City. <laughs> Listen, Jade, get back to work. I We really appreciate it. It's, it's nice now to have a Las Vegas uh, come swapping sex toy sales person, educated, whatever that we can go to now from time to time when we need these, uh, you know, hard-pressing questions asked. And... Unless any of my other uh, yes, unless any of my other esteemed guests uh, have anything else for Jade, uh, I'm gonna let her go, and uh, we're gonna wind down the show, boys. No, I think uh, I think we've uncovered enough information for one evening. Absolutely. Well, Jade, listen. <laughs> it's also time for me to clock out myself. Perfect, Jade. I am um, Drexel, and uh, you have on the line. Uh, uh, Jacep, these, these are just our radio names, you know, we don't need to get into all that. Uh, a legendary yeah. sonatine, uh, one step, uh, he's homosexual, but he, you know, you need to have a token homosexual and any group of friends. Correction. I'm sorry, Correction. bisexual, bisexual. Um, <laughs> we have Lou Father, uh, and uh, who else do we have on here, guys? I don't want to forget anybody. Did, I, men did I mention everybody? We mentioned everybody? Uh, did I not say sonatine? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, anyhow, that's who you got here. You, we will all be speaking with you again, Jade. Have a great night. And what, 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 like, after, let me ask you something. Is it kind of like working at, like, a pizza store, what you do? Like, after you're working there all day, all day, you don't want pizza. Or, like, you're, you're there and you see all the, you know, the toys. Do you want to go home or do you just want to, you know, does it do anything for you? Like, you come off a shift some nights and you're just so hot and wet and horny. You just, like, you know, want to go home and just have your man just thrust his cock just, Deep inside you. Always. Oh, when we get new toys in. Wow, wow, that's hot. That is hot. Always. All right. Like I work in a sex store. It's kind of hard not to yeah. want to go home and have sex afterwards. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. 
All right, Jade, you are awesome. I will be calling you again. Uh, we run a, a variety of shows on this network, some uh, that wouldn't be appropriate for this kind of conversation, but obviously this show that we're calling you from is. So uh, we will definitely, if it's all right with you, contact you again. All right. All right, and again, one last time, anyone, when you come to Vegas, okay, for all your sex toys, DVDs, lingerie, arcade, costuming, even if you just need a good pack of smokes, come visit Jade at the Las Vegas Adult Megastore, located at 440 East Cheyenne Avenue in Las Vegas, Nevada. Jade, you've been awesome. Thank you very much. Godspeed, my sweet princess. We will talk with you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, you guys. And ladies, that was Jade, and that's just how fast, uh, in a New York minute, we can go from talking about uh, a very, very important charity to delving into, uh, uh, I don't even know what to call that. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, anyhow, uh, I'm actually five minutes late here. I am starving. Uh, I'm going to go get food. I appreciate everyone that's listened. Uh, special thanks, obviously, to my boy, Jacep Sonatine. Uh, one step for staying on, uh, Lou for calling in, uh, who else am I missing, uh, Danzo, and everyone else that's called, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and, uh, that's really it, guys, unless anyone has anything else, uh, I'm gonna shut this bitch down. Take it easy, sir. Alright, peace out, everybody. Take care. Take care. Alright, one by one they go. I guess we have like eight people connected here. Okay. Anyhow, everyone, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you guys got what you wanted. I definitely uh, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a very good show. And we ended up going to midnight, and I will be on uh, Filthy Limper Radio at 5 p.m., on uh, Thursday, and after from there, I will be next on uh, the Iron Man podcast, which again, I encourage everybody, go to the site, uh, look at the guest list, the times they're going to be on, find you know, the people on there that interest you the most. I know that I can't expect you know people to listen for hours upon hours upon hours, uh, but you know, if Tony G is someone you find uh, appealing, or you know, maybe you want to hear Chris Moneymaker, or you know, you're a baseball fan, you want to hear Ryan Dempster, just find who's appealing to you, come listen, you know, as much as you can. Check out our online series that uh, Johnny put together, and uh, again, I know most of you don't have, you know, a lot of money, you know, times are tough, uh, especially in this poker-based economy, but if nothing else, if you guys want to just play in the tournament series, as I mentioned, the buy-ins are as small as a dollar, and they go on throughout the uh, uh, tournament, and uh, it's just be a fun way to listen to uh, you know, the podcast, raise some money for, you know, for the 22Q and play some poker all at the same time. So, anyhow, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, I will not be on the internet again tonight, uh, so I'm not sure if, uh, I won't be talking with Druff, so if somebody wants to post on the radio thread and ask him to archive this for those that may have missed it, uh, I guess you can go ahead and do so. I'm not sure, uh, if he will automatically do so. I imagine he probably will, but I, I just, I don't know, because I know he's, uh, out with family and uh, the secret location and so on and so forth. So, anyhow, again, thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed. And uh, I will be doing shows more like this, uh, hopefully, in the coming weeks on uh, Vegas Poker Radio. That's really where I will be doing my own shows. I hope to be here as well on PFA. 
with Druff, uh, you know, we talked, as I mentioned earlier yesterday, and, and had some positive discussions about some of the things that, uh, I guess we'll say, we're just, we're not making, uh, doing radio here fun, and I don't mean any of you guys particularly, you guys are great, and uh, as always, I, I do appreciate uh, all the kind words I get, and the fact that people actually just even enjoy listening to this stuff that I throw together. So, with that said, everyone have a great night, Godspeed, and uh, I'll see you all soon. And sorry, Danzo, but you know it's coming, buddy, every time. Peace. These ten-year-old laptops just don't fucking work the way they used to. Come on. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's really just a fail. I'm not going out without my song. There we go. All right. Godspeed, everybody. Thank you again. Drex is out. Even had a, even had a slim tea call in the night that was, I guess, as good as I could expect. Yeah. Alright, I'm out, boys. Yeah!
matter what you into, no matter what you see, when you look outside your window, brown grass or green grass, picket fence or barbed wire, never ever put them down, you just lift your arms higher, raise them to your arms higher, let them know you dare, that you struggling, surviving, that you gon' persevere, yeah, ain't nobody leaving, nobody going home, even if they turn the lights down, the show is going on, Just 
Sorry, it's two plus two's policy not to support charities. Well, you know what? How about you go fuck yourself, Mason Malmuth? Piece of shit. Government of the people, for the people, by the people.
with selling records to a totally different audience. I take precaution that nobody else has. I stick up my album. I made two versions, two versions, two versions. The first amendment gave us freedom of speech. So what you're saying, it didn't include me. I like to party and have a good time. There's nothing but pleasure written in our rhymes. I know you don't think we'll ever quit. We got some people on our side that won't take your lip. We're going to do all the things we want to do. You can't stand to see a brother get as rich as you. This is the 90s and we're coming on strong. Saying things and doing things that you're saying is wrong. Wise enough, because on election day, we'll see who's banned in the USA.